Hey, folks, sorry about last week. Sorry. Intro is going to be short. Today, we crinkled some nut bags. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Today, we watched Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Spoke very little about it. It's what it deserved. We ate halal guys. As we do. Covered a myriad of issues, though. We, we <sighs> Covered we some to notebook topics. News from last week. We had a little mud vein. Had a lot of mud vein. For, for those enthusiasts out there. <laughs> we, could be, we could have finally found the one thing that Matt and Perth, huge mud vein fan. <laughs> huge. I like how he said in his recent email, he's not Catholic. He's not. He's nothing. He's nothing. He's not, he's not Scientologist. He's just. Oh, that's right. It was Scientologist. Yeah. yeah. Matt keeps it in the emails. They're always good. We never remember until we get to the intro. Like, oh, fuck. We should have read Matt's email. That's one true. of these episodes, we'll actually remember to read we'll it. We'll just do a whole segment one day. Matt's emails. Yeah. Uh, we had, yeah, we had uh, the news from last week. That's our new, kind of a new segment. Where right. Because by the time they're, y'all are hearing it, it's whole new. <laughs> Hopefully it's not something super important. Yeah. You know, uh, plague coming. <laughs> Tidal wave to hit Atlanta today. The least we could do. You know? I hate that statement, by the way. What? I, the least I can do. <laughs> it, it's used wholly inappropriately. Yeah. It's some, I'm serious. The other day... Uh, we were on a dog sitter because we were going down to the lake. Right. And I said, I said to the dog sitter, I said, hey, everything's taken care of. Eat whatever you want. And I made you some cookies. And she was like, oh, you didn't have to do that. And I said, least I can do. Text message. And I looked at it and I was like, well, actually, no. No, it's, <laughs> it's not right. The least I could do was nothing. Yeah. Like literally nothing. I could have done, I could have eaten all the food, left you nothing. And that's it. Like that's the least <laughs> that's I could do. That's when you do. say, it's some of what I could do. That's, it's better to say that. Because think about it, it's like, it doesn't make any fucking sense the way that we use that. Yeah. That's the least I can do. No, it's not. The least you could do would be nothing. <laughs> That's the least you could do. Yeah, learn from does not much. Yeah, does not much really understands this. Like, <laughs> when he says least I could do, yeah. everyone knows that he did nothing. Like, he did the least he could do. But, yeah, I, I hate that. It's always like, you, know, it, it, you want to turn it around. Yeah. And say, like, someone's like, hey, thanks for fucking out locking my door. I got robbed. <laughs> least I could do. Least I could do. I like the idea, and you'll get there, listener. I like the idea of our four Native American teenagers being in a band called the Warriors, <laughs> and they introduce themselves. And the, on the drums, we have Does Not Much. <laughs> on the bass, we have Heron Wind. <laughs> well, let's let them. I don't want to spill any. Yeah. Any, any any spoilers there? But it was a good episode. Yeah, we we we, we got back into the native culture with uh, killed many, many bear, bear. Native parents for those, and I know they're out there. It was organic too. I know. Yeah, we didn't force it. They're out there. The people that that love <clears throat> kills many bear. Al Pacino made a huge splash at the end. I mean, with some really it, inappropriate. Uh, he needs to have a talking to. <laughs> Someone needs to get a hold of Al Pacino because he's taking a look at this Sandusky thing entirely different. <laughs> Been, been Nine years out, too. Great ass! <laughs> That's, uh... Damn it, I don't know. I'm just gonna be doing this for the next few days. Like, work-related shit. Hello? It's just me. Just calling. See if you need an order of popsicles. You have a great ass. <laughs> but it, uh, but it is <laughs> rain in hell to serve in heaven. <laughs> Anyways, enjoy it. It's a fun one. It's yeah. It's and we talk nothing about the killer clowns, so no worries there. We might even transition off movies one day. We don't know. We'll just do the news from last week. Do the news from last week. <laughs> WFUCK. The bam.
I did notice last. I'm gonna, gonna go ahead and start. Oh, first interruption. I'm gonna go ahead and start the film. Just so you know. That's worth an interruption. But I noticed last week that this chair, though I thought it would keep me upright and would keep me focused on the little microphone here, it's not. I got lazy, and you can tell in the recording. Well, I'm not gonna do that. (laughs) Because you tend, you can go on a ramble. You can lock it in place. I like to sit back and give you uh, comfortable attention. You asked for New York Tales, which apparently people liked. I heard, I heard good things. I mean, I don't know. They, they were. It was pretty straightforward. It was good. It was just a long. My yeah. mom even said, "Like, I'm not really listening, but I'm going to tune into this one because I want to hear the apparent 20 minutes you did on your your non vacation." You really did, brother. You really went in. I had a long time to to listen to it, and yeah. I wasn't noticing. How quiet I was because I was too far away from the mic. I was definitely got into that New York stuff, and I was. You can even on even on the on the broadcast, you can hear. I know that's beautiful. It's not a visual medium, but you can actually hear your your disgust, your sweat. Oh, your disgust when the you good were... news is when I got home that night, Kristen not even having heard the episode yet mm. was like I was talking about it with my sister today. And I agree with your sentiment from the airplane. Not doing that again. <laughs> this is your. This is Chris. Yeah. Okay. Which we'll see if she sticks to that. Not throwing any shade at her, but I can easily see like fucking April rolling around and the question being floated. Mm-hmm. Like sh- she's like a. She's like a like. Like, I'm like a trauma victim who remembers the trauma, and she's the trauma victim who forgot. Or just bl- blames herself. Maybe. You shouldn't have worn that. Why were you flirting? They they say it about tattoo collectors, which is true. I can say I have, I have like 75. Like, you make the appointment and go back and get another one, and the minute the machine hits your arm, you go, oh, fuck, I forgot how much this sucks. Can I back you up? <laughs> tattoo collectors. Mm-hmm. Is that the terminology for someone who has like a, a litany of tattoos? Yeah, across? if you're past a certain point, you're kind of considered like a, a collector more than just somebody who's got a few. It's just what. So I, that's what. That's this is because for all of us who don't have this, this is interesting. We're going. We're going called. deep inside a, a subculture here. If you have four, you have four tattoos. If you have eighty, you're kind of at a collector level. Yeah, I know, but I guess. Of and all, it also applies all the to the words that you could have been chosen. It also applies <laughs> to the fact that you've made it a point to go get like nearly a hundred from several different artists with different approaches and styles. Et Understood. I get it. I get all that. It is literally a collection. I, I, it is. It is. It's a collection of art. Mm-hmm. If we're going to use, I mean, oh, it's not absolutely, art. No, it absolutely <laughs> is art. Some of us. Well, let's not lie. You've seen some uh, tattoos that you know damn well. Oh yeah, I saw a doozy. And the I'm other not day. even talking about like prison tattoos. I'm talking about that somebody went in. I've seen people come out of shops that look legitimate, but it's kind of like I tell you. I was and I will come right back. I was driving this week weekend down to the lake. Went through Trump country. It's beautiful, rolling hills. <laughs> poor people that somehow think it's working out for them. Neither here nor there. But you pass through a small town and there's like you know gas station. And I look over and there's like, I think it was a bait shop. And, but the gas station was clearly the food source for the town because they were advertising for fried chicken. I always loved seeing the crispy chicken signs. Do you ever, do you ever try it? No. And they had pizza. <laughs> like, it's some kind of brother's pizza. I've seen that everywhere. It's a, definitely a chain that just gives them ready-to-microwave pizzas. The Avid Brothers Pizza. The the band? <laughs> no, different Avid Brothers. <laughs> yeah. But, believe it or not, that's how we've actually stayed in business all these years. What the hell were you talking about here? <laughs> 
before I got down. Trump country, chicken at the gas station. Yeah, but that, what was the context? That we were talking about something. Tattoo before. collecting. Oh, yeah. And you look over and right next to, uh, adjacent, uh, attached to the gas station is, that's such, that's, which that was distracting. Is a tattoo parlor. You know? And you know, someone from this region, there's only like these three things to drive to, and everything outside of that, it's another 15 miles down the road. Yeah. So, you know, someone that comes to this tattoo, they're, I don't know how much rent they pay on this dump. It's probably the most low-rent low thing you can do. And I've seen people come out of there with good art, but I've also seen people come out of there with some of the worst-looking tattoos. But they're so mm. damn proud. Yeah. They're already scabbing and bleedy. They look terrible. You can just tell that this person, they bought a place, said that put tattoo signs on it, mm. and they've never, like, done any kind of apprenticeship. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've I figured it out. But I want to get back to it. Collector, though. Like, yeah. Collecting tattoos sounds... I can kind of get on board collecting, but I'm a tattoo collector. It sounds... Well, it's I mean, like, it's nobody's, like a subculture trying yeah. to raise itself to some kind of like art, high art. I'm not saying that anyone's better. Yeah. I'm just saying like someone that owns five Banksy's, a couple Leonardo's, you know, their artistic range, and they put them all over their walls. They're collecting... Well, as opposed to tattoo getter or tattoo haver. Yeah, I, I am saying, I, yeah. I let out that, that I don't think y'all had many options. But it just sounds like... <laughs> I'm a tattoo getter. Ah, I'm a tattoo collector, as you'll see here in my right arm. It's like, <laughs> well... Yeah, I mean, nobody's using it in that context. But, like, when I was going, I was going every two weeks, like like the fucking haircut. Like, when you're done cutting your hair, you book your, you book your next appointment. No, nah, I wouldn't know. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Every hairstylist or barber's like, "Hey, now that we're done, you want to book your next one for six weeks from now?" That's just the way, to, and that's the way it is with tattoo collecting. Speaking of tattoo collecting, tonight's movie is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It wasn't very good. I had a lot of energy coming back at you. Killer Clowns. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> Frank Dukes here. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> Frank Dukes is actually in this movie. He's a, he's an extra. <laughs> I uh, I sang. Um, Buffalo Bill does Sawyer Brown for Banks the other day. He was a big fan. Yeah. Oh, and I, I added a line. It was, you were screaming at me, I was holding your dog, and you were making a coat out of human skin. <laughs> and I didn't know I was going to be the next part. <laughs> My mom's a senator. She's on TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, some girls don't make it out of my house. Oh, but some girls do. Not, not really. Not usually. Though. Wait, wait. She a great big fat person. <laughs> well, um, I'd fuck me and you. Well, no, would you fuck me? Well, I'd fuck me. Put the lotion on its skin. I guess the question I would have: Would enough people? And I know most of our listeners know this story. Alan, Alan, well, Alan, Alan, super fan, will probably know that song. He strikes me as a Sawyer Brown fan. I was surprised that Kristen didn't know it. I played her the OG, and she was like, I've never heard this song. Oh, I was big into Sawyer Brown. And that's probably, in some form or fashion, how it got to you. (laughs) Because my mom was like, every Sawyer Brown, she loved that voice. And he's got a great, weird, but great country voice. Yeah, and like a Buffalo Bill kind of way. Exactly. (laughs) And how many people, though, would know the song? Yeah, you know, boys like me, or you know, and we can even get real political. I don't know if you remember the. He has a song about a no. Jackson and the Indi- the Trail of Tears. I mean, that man went mm. full political in an era when if he came out with that song now, like more so than the Dixie Chicks did. Um. Well, that was like them telling a crowd in England that fuck the president, he's yeah. a piece of shit. I mean, I'm all about that. They life. blew their wad because they should have waited. I'm all. Well, <laughs> <laughs> 
Dixie shit. But no one talks about it. Like, hey, we see what you guys are doing, but man, y'all jumped the gun. Hey, I know you were butthurt that we elected an imbecile, but just you should have waited because we really elected an imbecile. But but uh, this is this is early '90s. Saw your Brown's writing a song, uh, basically. You know, we should actually do this. We should think hard about this. Because here's this country music star back then, who's probably still far right. Yeah. But he had a cause about the Cherokee Indians and the Trail of Tears, and he wrote this song that's just terribly, it critiques bad Andrew jo- Andrew Jackson, who we all know. That's Trump's great-great-granddaddy, is what he tells people. <laughs> yeah. And so they're like two very populist presidents, but he just... He gives them the business in this song. I bet if you played that now, it would be so divisive. People like these country folks love Sawyer Brown. Well, fuck, that's some fucking liberal bullshit, Sawyer. <laughs> oh, no goddamn trailer tear. We were, all we did, look, what we do? Send them out west, built casinos, shit. They better than I do. Trailer tears. It's just, I've seen the Some Girls music video, and I'm like, that even looks like Ted Levine. <laughs> He's got the Ted Levine. Some girls don't like skin like me. Oh, um, but. Oh, Would you fuck me? Well, I'd fuck me. Put the lotion on its skin. <laughs> you could transition into like you could make it an all-encompassing thing where you do like the Red Dragon. Yeah. This is Miss Leeds. Do you see, <laughs> Mrs. Leeds Reborn? <laughs> Just get real fucking weird with me. I'm telling you. I ate his liver with a can of fava beans and a nice Chianti. <laughs> There's <laughs> your first clown puppet. Wow, that is bad. Is that really where we're headed? Okay. I heard you say clown before. Well, yeah, I was, we got a know, Val Kilmer lookalike we, here. I, I, we, I don't want to say we changed it up, but just to provide some backbone, I've been trying to find the good stories. It's Dean Wormer from oh, yeah. Animal House. Definitely. Some local punks here. These guys thought they were going to get Academy Awards one day. This was going to be a stepping <laughs> stone. This guy's like, I kind of want to look like uh, Michael Bean from Terminator <laughs> with my look. And the other guy's like, yeah, I just kind of want to look like an asshole vampire. <laughs> All right, done. Done and done. Go to wardrobe. You won't no. look like you belong together, but we're going to make it happen. But, no, no, per the new structure, I, we, we call it the news yesterday. <laughs> In this case, sometimes we go back weeks, but... Good story here. 2 a.m. on an English cruise boat uh, a few days ago. Okay. So I guess the key facts here, it's 2 a.m. on a cruise boat. At that point, have you ever been on a cruise? No. Okay. kind of scares me. What about it scares you? Don't, let's not digress too far. Just the, the same thing that scare, kind of scares you about a plane, just like no control out in the middle of nowhere. Your cruise to airplane, you lose me a little bit. One, 30,000 feet <laughs> up in the air doing something no one was ever meant to do. Poseidon Adventure. Okay, so giant tsunami. Giant wave. A tsunami, you know, that's not how tsunamis work. No, I'm aware. Okay. Just making sure, because if you're on a cruise ship and a it's tsunami was to hit, still a terrifying notion. Let's say you're at the epicenter. Mm. It, it, you wouldn't, you might feel a trim, but that's about it. You're never going to... Deep impact size wave, maybe? Eat, again, now you're talking asteroids. Different thing. <laughs> so what are you really afraid of? The cruise ship? It sounds like this is more of an asteroid. Just death in general, like, that's yeah. not End in my own world. house. End of the world type thing. Okay. <laughs> Dying somewhere other than my own house. I've been on, I don't want to sit here and say I'm the expert. I've been on one, which makes me a, a fucking expert. Well, yeah, Brian and Lauren have been on several, and they've actually extended the invitation to go on one with them at some point. Here's what I would do. And here's what I would do before we get to the news story. I would probably go the one time and have a really good time. Mm. You know, get some babysitters for the girls. Don't go on any carnival. Go up a few levels. Oh, no. her That's the thing. Her uncle, 
makes his living booking cruises for people, mm. and he only books like Royal Caribbean and up. The big, big, fancy. Yeah. Like he makes his bones, I think, on like the Viking River cruises, but then like he does. The, well, you, I've, I want to go on one of those more than anything, mm-hmm. but I also don't want to be the 35 year old guy on the Viking cruise ship that brings the median age down 40 years because those people, <laughs> that's a moving, that's re- why that's I'm, a moving retirement home. That's why I say I think it's where the, he makes his bones. Oh, yeah. He does the ocean liners also. Yeah. And because he's in the biz, he can tell Brian, like, all right, here's the time of year to buy. Here's Go with this boat. This boat's got some cooler shit on it than the one you were looking at, right. uh, et cetera. I'm into the idea of going. I just, I don't know. Well, here's the thing. Make sure I know you, and I know that your expectations in the service industry are higher than most. Mm-hmm. You have an expectation. I expect to get something for my money. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, whether it's a, a four dollar Big Mac or a, a you know a thousand dollar for you and Kristen go on a cruise, but go and have a good time. I mean, get the drink package. You almost have to. You almost force it down your throat. Yeah, a cruise ship is no place for a recovering alcohol. I don't think they could do it. You'd have to find a some kind of cruise that is specifically anti or no booze on deck or something like mm. that. But you go, you get your an unlimited amount of drinks a day. The food's just shitty, but it gets better the better cruise line, I'm sure. Man, Brian I say Lawrence said that the food the was good. The one time I've been on a cruise was on a carnival, mm-hmm. and it was as if they took Graceland, <laughs> Elvis's home in Memphis, and just turned it into a boat. <laughs> it was one of the oldest ships in the service. It doesn't sound like anything. It was I like tan do. and taupe. Yeah. The, t- the color tone, the, the colors were ridiculous. It looked like when you walked in the main tall thing, the, the thing that's supposed to wow you yeah. on a cruise ship. When you're inside the ship and you come out and you're, you know, so many decks and you get out in the middle, then boom, a big open space. Mm. Well, this one, it looked like something from that show, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, with Robin Leach. Do you remember that show? Mm-hmm. It, just gaudy 80s fucking nonsense. A lot I'm, of black and a lot of gold, just, a lot of dark browns. I imagine like what it's like when you walk into like a hotel where it's a like a you walk in and you look up and you can see all the different floors. Have you ever been to one yeah, of those kind of, course, of hotels? Like John Portman, downtown Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. All right, it's where it's kind of like, oh, look, it's a lot of doors. Yeah, it's and, a lot like I don't know why <laughs> I let out with the aesthetic part of the ship. Yeah, it sounds like, it sounds like we're doing a, a critique on some kind of. Interior design of yeah. cruise ships. I was I was opposed to it, and then when Brian said like, if the four of us went, we could get a suite, mm-hmm. and like we'd actually have like our own little mini apartment. Because mm-hmm. this whole thing with me and the buzz, like I don't want to go stay in like a tiny boat room. Yeah. Like, do I have temperature control in there? Am I gonna have a hot boat room? <laughs> I don't want <laughs> so, that. So many. That's why I want to show. If we ever get famous, you're going on a show where I make every decision. And I'm not gonna put you. It's not gonna be like idiot abroad done the American way. <laughs> right. It's just gonna be tiny inconveniences and nothing that's like on purpose. But I'll, you know, how, hey, you have air conditioning in Mumbai? You do. Okay, listen. Is there like any control over it? Oh, it sometimes works. <laughs> so it's like cycles every yeah. 15 minutes. He has to, okay, yeah, we want that room. <laughs> there will be AC, but it will come in cycles. Right. I just, I'm familiar, like, my friends used to live in a building in Atlanta. They had air conditioning, but they didn't have control over it. It was that, controlled by the building. So their room was like, when the sun hit it, it was like 77 degrees in their room. Mm. It's like, this isn't comfortable. Like, why yeah. did you choose this apartment instead of one where you have a thermostat? <laughs> Well, anyways, long story short, you would enjoy it once. I probably am done unless I get some kind of crazy discount or go on one of the largest cruise lines. One that I didn't have a good time. In fact, yeah. I, I very I did actually have a good time. We were on the very back ass end of the of the boat, which is what you'll learn is you want to be in the middle if possible. 
because the the rear and the front are where you see your most rocking action. Mm. So we I, you could we had a little window you could look out and see the the, the chop from the from mm. the giant repel. I mean we were we were the last room. Mm. Uh, which had its cool parts because you kind of get used to the rock. But the food, like I said, generally sucks. A few good things. Breakfast you can't think, really fuck up. But I think you should try the ones that Brian does because basically he told me like like a week long cruise on one of the really good ones that they've done because they only do the good ones. It's like eight hundred bucks. Mm. Sounds it sounds like it's less than maybe what your carnival cruise was. Well, all, all that and about, they enjoy all that, it. There's, there's your travel advice. We've been doing this kind of weekly now, so mm-hmm. that we'll just come up with a new segment about right. getting the la- getting the old voice. So to out recap: there. Don't go to upstate New York. Yeah, take a cruise on a good boat. On a good boat, because that being said, this story: two a.m. on a cruise boat is a really fucking interesting place, <laughs> because on, on five thousand people, you got your old your old timers. This is what they do. In fact, mm-hmm. many of them do this. As a not, I mean, it's almost like a form of retirement for them. It's cheaper for them to live on these boats sometimes than it is <laughs> to get senior citizens' homes. Or, I mean, they spend a lot of time on these. So they're out early. Mm-hmm. And then you got your parents. They're out early. The kids are out early. We're after, gonna take the princess after, too to Aruba. Well, yeah. After the after the midnight <laughs> hour, though, those places, dance clubs open up. It's all night. You know, people hitting the drinks, mm. whatever. So two a.m. on a dance floor. I often found myself two, three, four a.m. up at a twenty-four hour pizza. That's the only thing that's. 24 hours, a pizza kitchen. Hmm. And it was this old Japanese man, very nice guy, to the point he saw me so much he knew what I wanted. He got a little, con- <laughs> that was a little disconcerting. You, you think, want the pizza. Three, three days on a cruise ship, and this guy knew I wanted pepperoni, mushroom, green pepper, and jalapenos. I mean, he saw me coming. Pepperoni, jalapeno, onion. Like, he was like, okay, yeah. Sure. You want a rancho or blue cheese? <laughs> ranch. Oh, ranch. <laughs> you know the boy eat all the ranch. Anyway. Dear Sriracha, I uh, have a Sriracha in uh, my private luggage. <laughs> <laughs> Not from the boat. Yeah, so we're there come to my so room. 2 a.m. on one of these, uh, on, a, on an English cruise line, everyone's hammered drunk, probably eating pizza in the cafeteria, and in walks a guy dressed as a clown. Like this clown? Maybe. But you gotta think, drunk at 2 a.m., I have a problem with clowns. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not like, terrified of them. Like, some people have a legitimate fear of clowns. Yeah. Can you watch It? Yeah, I've seen It. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it, I saw the original It, which we've discussed on here many, many episodes ago. That was far scarier to me than the new age of It. Is this movie bothering you? No, because this is a fucking cartoon. <laughs> this is this is stupid stupidity. This yeah. is dumb. Yeah. I mean, but this was scary in the 80s. I mean, a lot of things were scary in the 80s. This ain't one of them. <laughs> um, but yeah. <clears throat> and it starts a brawl. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm interested to see... From what I could read, there wasn't anything that it really said, like, hey, what happened? But I think someone probably came in in this clown costume and just the wrong person <laughs> started freaking out. <laughs> and it turned into a brawl. And they said that people on this cruise ship had to hide under the tables and there was blood everywhere. Now, think about that. Clown blood or, uh, or other person's blood? I just blood. think it turned into a, a Western melee because this guy probably scared the wrong dude in there right. who swung. And then he swung. And then, yeah, yeah, you get this clown melee happening. <laughs> but I was like, only on a cruise ship. And why not to me, man? I want to see some crazy shit like this. I read about crazy shit every day in the news. I just mm. fantasize yeah. about finding myself in a situation. Not, I don't want to be in a shooting. But that's probably going to happen <laughs> percentage-wise here Statistically, in yeah. Statistically, I'm going to be in a shooting. So I have something to look forward to <laughs> if I live. Thoughts and prayers, by the way. There was another shooting today. So we, Oh, this, today? Or yesterday, I think it was. Well, the Second Amendment is important. Yeah. I'm sorry. This clown is fucking insane. Speaking of shootings. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, that was the, the clown cruise and, oh, 
That one's kind of scary, actually. Yeah, so these people are just having fun, 2 a.m., dancing on a boat, big boat, like a cruise boat. Well, And then a guy in a clown costume walks in. I think it said, the one I said, it said it was in the galley or the cafeteria. Like, people had been out all night, and now they're at the pizza. Because is there any chance this is, like, from the kids' center, and he's done making balloon animals, and he's going to go get a cocktail, (laughs) and then some just, like, drunk, just fucking Neanderthal Trump voter was like fuck clowns and just like beat up some like high school you know nerd who like this is the best he could do job wise I want to tell you something too one that's hilarious that you could find the way to get there with that <laughs> this guy probably is down in the kid zone deck yeah. number 72 because that is a thing and he comes up, he's probably like half his head's halfway up he's supposed to be out of costume but he yeah. just quit he quit mid-ocean <laughs> so like fuck you I'm gonna go get me a drink I'll pay for it fuck off yeah and he comes up, probably got a cigarette, just kicks it out in the bottom of the boat, and then here comes some fucking douchebag. It's a fucking melee. Hey, uh, hey, hey, dick nose. You're scaring my girlfriend over here. But the fucking, I'm telling you, the other thing about these cruises, the people that work on them, I think it's one big fuck fest around the world, man. Or whatever, wherever part they stay in. I believe that. Because, like, the carnivals, they're pretty much Gulf of Mexico and down to down into Mexico and then back. Sometimes, of course, I have, the islands. I have some, I have something that we might even be able to call some version of verifiable proof that that's correct. Because one of my buddies from high school, he was more of a bus mate than a friend. We hung out a little bit. I get that relationship. We'd call, you could call us friends, but we didn't like bond or hang out often. It was a bus relationship. We all have those places. But he, we knew each other well, and he was in band. Mm-hmm. And he's the that's one, also a fuck fest. He's the one who hipped me to the fact that, like, you want, you want shower blowjobs? Mm-hmm. Join band. Join the band. You'll yeah. go on band trips... The band girls will come to the band guys' room. You get to, like, put your finger in their butt while they suck your dick in a shower. Like, like, and they would, like, trade girls. Like, band sounded more wild than, like, varsity football I shit did. I mean, I, I had some band experiences. I didn't have any... Well, I wasn't ever going to put a finger up anyone's butt. Anyway, I didn't have that in me. You wouldn't. I didn't have that in I know you. I know you would. I, I didn't have it in me. But, I mean, when you combine that... People, well, people didn't know about me, right? <laughs> they, they judged me for a number of ways when I was in that high school era. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at this guy. He's been banned. Now he's joining drama. And he plays football. Mm-hmm. Like, but drama, band. Football got me nothing. You got to play. You have to be good yeah. to get football pussy. Football got you jock pussy. Like, it just, you know, it was just whatever. Got you a lot of dong sighting Combined in with drama. Yeah. Are you going to talk about a cocktail for some seriously unchristian shit when I was all about trying to do that? Mm-hmm. I mean, I was, I was a... I was being pulled, buddy. Yeah. And sometimes it, I went one way, and sometimes, <laughs> more often than not, I went a different Usually. Usually I went a different Nine way. and a half out of ten times. <laughs> ten out of ten, if I'm being honest. Look, I mean, that realty magazine was getting old. Yeah. It was like, I could, I mean, at some point I realized the old adage, ask for, ask for forgiveness, not per, you know, permission. That's what Christ is all about. <laughs> You can wait till you're at death's door. Like, I know I did a lot of kids, but can I please come to heaven? Did yeah, we, sure. Come did on. Can we talk in. about this the new show I'm watching about the, the Czar, Blast Czar and the Romanovs? No. And Rasputin. No. You know the, the name Rasputin? No. Though? Write it down because I want to finish what I was going to say before. Well, this, I, is, this is right in line with that. We I can, can confirm the same. The, the, the of Christian morality. <laughs> the, same, the same band buddy who, you know, hipped me to the fact that, you know, blowies abound in band. After he graduated college, got a job playing. He actually took his instrument through college. His dick? Got, no, his instrument because he was in band. He yeah. studied. Oh, his, 
Ah, he's, I, I think it was trumpet, and he actually plays the trumpet in a band on a cruise. Mm. He works for one of the big cruise lines, and all he does is travel on cruises mm-hmm. year-round. So someone who's used to that, I get blowies all the time mm. from, you know. He's probably the, an Eskimo brother. From the, you know, the, the trombone, the hot trombone girl over there. He's like, well, how can I keep this going? Mm-hmm. Well, I got to study it in college, and I'll get college band blowjobs. <laughs> And then how do I do this beyond college? Like, well, I have to stay in band. Like, well, how do you stay in band? Like, I could try out for the, you know, Atlanta Symphony Orchestra. Or I could see the world and get blowies on a boat in a band and join a carnival cruise or whatever. I don't I think it's actually better than carnival. I could be wrong. Point being, there, I, I could probably call him and verify this in minutes. Excuse me, I have trumpets, but <laughs> it's, a, it's a mixed bag. Yeah. Because the, it's not like... If you're if you're a white if you were you, portly white fellow mm-hmm. playing an instrument with no other prospects, someone says, "Why don't you go work for Royal Caribbean?" All right, you go through the process. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Absolutely, you'll be in the Caribbean, yeah. three hundred days a year." And you get in there, <laughs> and it's not like, oh, just white girls. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh man, where are you from? <laughs> Senegal? You're from France? You're from Scotland? Yeah. You're from Russia? Oh, the Sudan. Mm. <laughs> and, we're, and we're all going to be alone on this boat for the next two weeks? Just with nothing to do but socialize with each other? And they have their own, they have their own part of the boat. Yeah. You know, they, have, they, they get off days like anyone else. Yeah. But, and, and not only do you, you have... You just tell the reactions. Let's put it this way. Yeah. When you get on the boat, they, do, they have to do... Uh, this is not supposed to be a cruise-heavy show. We sound like a fucking advertisement <laughs> for cruising right now. But when you get on the boat, before you can do anything else... You have to do your your little. Um, you have a zone that you're assigned to your ticket. And yeah. You have to go to this zone for the safety. For a zone. For like a. Oh no. <laughs> for like a one hour, a little bit less than that, kind of walk you through. It's like when you're on a plane, they have the right. obligatory. This is what can happen. And here's Always the point the gun downrange. <laughs> Always assume it's loaded. Right. I'm sorry. You, so the shootings got. You no, know, they do I'm that. But then, so here. in the in the time that you're kind of gathering all these hundreds of people into one spot on the boat. And before the announcer and the captain come on or whatever the plan is, they, like, entertain you. Mm. But you can see the way the, these young people interact with each other. Yeah. That they're, like, cheesing the crowd, doing the same joke that they, that they did a week yeah. ago and a week before that and on and on and on. Mm. But you can just see when they're talking to each other, like, oh, like they're saying things. So they're like, okay, and what we're going to do, go over here to the left. And yada, 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 yada. And up here, cut this. But in their brain, they're staring at, like, this dark-haired Peruvian kid, like, I'm going to fuck your brains out. <laughs> like, you can just see yeah. it. Like, She's redheaded and Scottish. She's probably seen nothing but other redheaded Scottish people yeah. for 18 years. They're she gets thinking on this, this boat, about and a busboy is Peruvian and she doesn't care so th- about the busboy. That's boy my question. Are they thinking this about coworkers or boat guests? Uh, see, it's got to be coworkers because that if they can't, you know, there's a no fraternization. Now okay. I'm sure, I'm sure yeah. that some. Fucking young girl, young guy, the same Peruvian that yeah. fucked the girl that was also <laughs> a, a fellow employee definitely went and fucked some cougar yeah. after she had the bourbon chicken and shot the eyes at him. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure that it's, it's what happened. you're describing is almost like the Sunny episode when they go to the bar and they see like drama unfold like and yeah. then they try and replicate it at their own at bar. Their own bar. Yeah. Yeah. They had a very bright light. They bring out the big cocktail. No, that's not like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's our advertisement for Cruising 101 with the Laugh Man. <laughs> Sorry. Get on that boat. <laughs> well, we need to do a word of the day. 
We haven't uh, the word of the day for RBK. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and I don't have one after such a great introduction. <laughs> How about? I um, yeah, I don't have any. <coughs> verbose. That's good. I actually used that just recently. Verbose. In what way did you use it? In a sentence. Was you like talking to your daughters, or were you? No, I was I describing. Try to use verbose. I was trying to. De- oh, I was describing to my brother. Uh, you know, we did. We're, I'm doing posts for this clothing company, and Banks is sort of the voluntary model. Mm-hmm. And uh, two of that company's like regular customers expressed uh, a dislike of my post style. And I went, and Banks was asking like details, like, like this dude didn't pull any punches. He was very verbose. <laughs> he let me know everything he doesn't like about what I'm doing. <laughs> the confusing thing was. This guy follows me and that company. Uh, my first thought, I try to be an adult. It's like, even though it's negative criticism, let's look at it through the lens of constructive criticism. If he doesn't like these posts I'm making, why don't I go look at his like history? Because mm-hmm. as, the, as the moderator, or whatever the word is, of this account, I can see the posts he's liked in the past. So I at least have an idea of what to play to to please this one individual. Mm. And I couldn't find anything that he's ever liked. So I was like, so you don't like this, and you're telling me it, but you've also never liked anything that comes before me. Anyways, that's where I used the word verbose, was in that sentence to explain to Banks. I mean, this guy was very it, verbose. I like that because there's an element of sarcasm in your delivery there. He's clearly, you're like, well, he's very verbose about everything <laughs> he doesn't like yeah. about our post here. Yeah, for RBK, it means wordy, basically. Yeah, yeah overly wordy. Yeah, using, using many words. Right. Great many words he used. <laughs> as a Native American, oh, well, as uh, a first person. Great many words he used. <laughs> or, I guess, Yoda. Oh, I forgot to tell you my, my I've been we're trying to remember to tell you this for weeks. I have, off of the own, po- off, off of our own podcast, I love the idea of like a sitcom that takes place during Native American time. Okay. And it's, we're playing off that kills many bear Does thing. It has to have a laugh track, by the way. It yeah. immediately came into my head. <laughs> We're playing off that kills many bear get you know gets all the chicks right. anger. The he brings back all the meat. The main is it protagonist? Mm-hmm. The, his name is Born to Harvest. Born to Harvest. <laughs> he hates his name too. He's gone to the to the Native American name registration yeah. TTP many yeah. times. They've refused. That's I've had it written in my phone for like I don't know twenty weeks, twenty episodes where mm-hmm. there was like. Like, Kills Many Bears, the guy he hates, he's fucking Johnny from Karate Kid, basically, and he's dying to have sex with Heron Wind, <laughs> but she's not interested. And it's like, what is, like, a loser Indian name? It's like, Born to Harvest. Born to harvest. Like, we're not going to ever give you anything sharp. <laughs> if we had glasses, yours would be taped in the middle. Born to Harvest. <laughs> It kills many bears. <laughs> it's definitely is. It definitely is the polar. And you could have you could, you could have a good crossover episode, two three shows in, where they both get detention together and they be, kind of become reluctant friends. Mm-hmm. But he hates him in the beginning because mm-hmm. he's getting all the bald vagina. <laughs> <laughs> all kills many bear, just slaying it. But it's like well, the thing about kills many bear that would make him more dynamic is that he's actually genuinely likable. So it's like. You know, born to yeah. harvest hates him. Yeah, for his for his ability to bring the meats, 
And I, I also want to stop and say how much I'm in love right now that we're back. That he's back. <laughs> Kills many bear. I know we love Mick Schmear. I know we've had many. Yeah. One, Mr. Charleston. Mr. Charleston has been a big player for a long time now, but kills many bear. But anyways, he's likable. Yeah. So he brings back all the meat, which in turn, he slays all the bald, beautiful pussy. <laughs> but, you know, he's yeah. he's still a good guy. Yeah. Like, he's not. he doesn't pick on... Born to Harvest. <laughs> no, he doesn't pick on him, but Born to Harvest... In just... fact, he shows a genuine interest. Let's say that, yeah. like, he's like, hello, Born to Harvest. Yeah. How was crop today? You know, like, I gotta stop doing this impression. <laughs> I, I think the only way we're gonna get big on this is when See, we finally I don't want them, the wrong person. I don't want them to have the accents. I want them to just talk like they're, like, fucking out of the movie Superbad. <laughs> like, everything in terms of language and the way they address each other is modern, except for their names and their setting. <laughs> Like, you could put this on HBO and they'd be like, fuck, man. Like, just like talking the, the way high school kids talk. Like, fuck it, I'm out. And you could roll in a lot of doo doo humor without uh, it being childish. Yeah. Because think about early men. <laughs> I mean, think about it. They don't really know, they know everything's functioning as it should be. Right. right. They know that when they eat, there will be poop. Right. But the, the thing that gets sterilized in the kind of historical essence of it is that you know, like, p- women. Men now that are highbrow said poop humor, ew, gross, you're stupid. Mm-hmm. But the reason poop humor survives and has always survived is because it's fucking hilarious. And you know <laughs> that a Native yeah. American or someone in Siberia, some ancient culture, they yeah. had something where they're like, oh, 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 oh. Like, just probably have... one guy just took a massive random shit near the fire. You could have something as simple where, where Born to Harvest just tells Kills Many Bear to wash his ankles. <laughs> Yeah, go wash your ankles. What are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Fucking shit splattered ankles. Everybody forgets about the shit splattered ankles. Kills <laughs> many bear. Probably tainted meat. Like a fucking fucking that asshole didn't even wash his legs. <laughs> My legs. Perfect. Perfect legs. Bet, and then and then and then born to harvest like nerd best friends like I'll bet hair and wind's legs smell like roses. <laughs> and maybe most of the day. <laughs> Not by the time I'm done. Because you know some you know they got a hold of some bad tatanka and had some diarrhea. And like if they're used to getting into a squat shit because toilets aren't a thing, like your heels. <laughs> they're gonna get some shit splatters on. <laughs> Advanced a lot of that. corn too. But a lot of undigested corn. Knew that they had. You can't just go shitting. Right. They were clean people. They they weren't. I, I doubt there was ever. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have your incidents. Yeah. But most of these camps are near water. I I really I think only the worst, mm-hmm. like the laziest. Yeah. Uh, like I don't know what the laziest member of the tribe would be named, but the laziest. What do you think they're? Like, he got born to harvest. At least he has a role when he does it. He got yeah. kills many bear doing his thing. But where's like. The other class, because I'm telling you, <laughs> we like to look at ancient cultures and we put them on a pedestal because of where we kind of evolved to. So right, we're like we just assume we just assume they were all Pocahontas's dad. Well, or from that the they cartoon. were all just hyper driven and hyper successful at going out hunting food, hyper successful at growing corn, hyper successful at everything they did. When you know, though, yeah. you know, <laughs> human nature is there, there's like. Again, I'm, I'm turning to you for the really good Indian name for the laziest member of the tribe. <laughs> like, like, I don't know what it is right now. I don't know, but it's going to come to us. And it, but that person, like the guy that just, oh, kills many bears back. Yes, yes. He just walks into the, wherever the food teepee is, you know? 
There, you got Harvest over here, and he's he's getting mad because here comes the lazy fucking loafing <laughs> loafing <laughs> hound. Born to loaf. <laughs> loafing hound. Loafing hound. Because what's funny is there actually is. Uh, there's there's two Native Americans that are uh, Lakota Sioux, and I know because I've printed their portraits. One is named Lazy Boy. Mm. That's his direct translation. And the other is my favorite, is Stinking Bear. Mm. Stinking, well, we might, that might disprove my theory. <laughs> Old Stinking Bear. But they, I mean, that's the other question. Like, it seems to me really arbitrary when they get these names. Because it's not like some of these names. When you got, you've had two, a little shitting, crying, nothing infant that's barely a human being. Mm-hmm. That's you can't name it then. It's not like they think, oh, here is young mini shits. <laughs> like they, you know. Yeah. Like, oh no, I've got a good name for the lazy one. Deer skin stink. <laughs> it's like like when they were naming him, they were also gutting an animal. And like this smells bad. Hey, I got a name for that shitty kid. Deer skin stink. Like, explain that one. You know, like, the flesh smells bad after it's been a day. That that smelly, that dirty skin smell from the skin. Deer skin stink. It's pretty dumb, but I'll roll with it. <laughs> oh, dear. What was I saying before you came up with that subpar <laughs> name for the... It's not bad. Floun- floundering, floundering elk. <laughs> floundering elk. <laughs> I want something that when you hear it, you just know you're meeting just a... Uh, uh, Unsuccessful shit Native American. Like floundering elk. <laughs> Misguided pony. <laughs> Does not much. <laughs> oh, <I know. laughs> to make it weird. Yeah. What's his name? What do we have? Wind and hair. This kills many bear and his lovely bald woman of the vagina. What was her name? Heron Wind. Heron Wind. These are the twins that belong both in hair. And then that over there, <laughs> that's does not that's much. This, <laughs> this one is does not much. And then we have. <laughs> but who's the guy on second? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. wait. Who was it? Yeah, does not much. We don't. He's moving on. Oh, God, that's good. That His brother, good. three legged elk, actually contributes <laughs> to society despite his handicap. Is he, is, only, is he missing a limb? <laughs> Even third brother, Simple Salmon. Even he could Simple Salmon? <laughs> they find him in the creek a lot. He's a little simple, but he catches salmon. <laughs> Actually, it's odd. He catches a lot of trout. But salmon, there's more alliteration. Anyways, you want to take my portrait now? Ten dollars. <laughs> shit. Does not much. <laughs> <laughs> Does not much. Oh shit! What's odd? It's like they saw it coming because they they get named young. Like <laughs> this one, this one doesn't do much. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Does what, not much. I, I would love to know when the median age of name. And, and what, I, I guess they're probably called something more adverbish, something less like individualistic when they're coming up. They're probably called like children. Generically, yeah, of like something of the tribe or yeah. young ones, young two, you know, young boy, young girl. They probably and it's probably just like they point it. Our <laughs> son of does not much. Son- <laughs> oh, you got nothing to live up to, kid. <laughs> son of much. Son of or, what is it? Son of does not much. Son of does not much. We expect very little from you. So I'm gonna be. Anything- I'm gonna be. I'm, I'm. My name's gonna be does something. <laughs> 
Or no, does some. Does some. <laughs> Two or three more generations, they'll get there. <laughs> oh. What is, so what's the deal with does not much? Well, you know, he, he can't get the snap right on the bow and arrow, so he's not a hunter. He, you know, the, he, the baskets that he weaves for harvesting always have gaps in them, so all the shit falls out. You know. He's the first in line. He's the first, he's the first in line to eat. The first in line of the bathroom. He spends the most time in the shitter TP. And I can, and like, he's, he uses his own loincloth to like wipe his loads. So he's just got crusty loincloth year round. He won't marry his bride, even though he's fathered like nine kids with her that we could like raise as a community. The rule is to stop at three. Like it's it's not written in stone because we don't know how to write. But we've never had anyone push it this far. But generally speaking, we all kind of like no, you're like all right, that's your third. You're done. Like, but from now on, you know. You get renamed when you were like tired. You're no longer hunter, no longer gatherer. It's like it's just all anal from here on out, and then your name reflects that. You know. But yeah, he's oh. like, but uh, does not much, that, just bucks all the uh, rules. For a split second, I thought that was Elizabeth Shue. I don't think so. I thought that this movie was about to get an extra star next to it, just on general principle. I do wonder if we're about to see her naked. I would hope that in a movie that's been this fucking horrendous so far, that we get at least a titty. It is the 80s, like you said. Hopefully so. Let's uh, take a safe sex break. I'm going to double check the AC. Safe sex. So as you know... I ate McDonald's for lunch mm-hmm. because I was in the car. McDonald's is the, in my opinion, the easiest fast food to eat in the car. And it's the most frequently seen. Like, it's not any harder to eat than Wendy's or Burger King, but it's more readily available most of the time. And I'm at the pay window because, like, every McDonald's has you pay at one and pick up at two. Like, I don't deviate from that. Fucking Wendy's and Burger King, they just have the pull up to the next window sign all the time. And I'm sitting there waiting to give the girl my money. And just at a quick glance, it looks like she has like a cleanup rag just stuffed in her shirt pocket, Mm -hmm. her McDonald's shirt pocket. Like she just wiped the counters and chose to stuff it there, which didn't make sense. And then when she opened the window, I could see that this was not a rag. This was like a stuffed animal phone case. Okay. Like, she has, like, a full-size iPhone, like the big one, like an 8 Plus or a 10 Plus. I don't know. And it's, like, stuffed in, like, a bunny rabbit, like, with an opening for the camera. But, like, what she's, she's like, stuffed its ears. Like, and I'm just looking and I'm like, what fucking, how is that practical at all? Like, I've seen the oversized, like, Japanime. It's a penguin. It's big and round. And it only fits in a purse. It's never going to go in a pocket. But this was, like... This is like someone put their phone in a small teddy bear, and that's how they carry it around all the time. I was like, "Listen, I, I'm not, I'm not hating on you at all." Was you sucking on a pacifier? No, no, that would have made it. That would have only made it better. But it was bejeweled. Like the the camera opening was bejeweled. Like this was a legit phone case with a fucking bunny rabbit wrapped around it. She definitely bought this at a mall, one of the few remaining malls, and not at one of the stores. She bought it at one of the kiosks that kind of sit in the middle of the walking path. Yeah, they're all run by Eastern Europeans. I'm familiar. Yeah, well, Eastern Europeans. Do you know how many more kiosks I own? A few Arabs selling gold and phone cases. Let me see your fingernails real quick. Let me show you how we can make them shiny with Mm -hmm. this multicolored block. I got suckered into one of those. I didn't buy anything. Would you like a vapor cigarette? A couple Christmases ago. (laughs) 
I, I am one of those guys that, yes, I am terrible, but I will buy the gift more often than not at the extreme last minute mm-hmm. Christmas stuff. Yeah. And I was walking through one of these malls, and this girl was easily a 9.5 and was advertising it mm. and was just had everything. Had it, had the the face, ass, tits, legs. I mean, it was a... It thong? Was a, visible thong? Uh, I mean, you knew she was wearing one or nothing. Let's put it that way. I like, you know, seeing a thong in the wild is always fun. But I'll tell you, she was, beyond just being hot and knowing that she was hot, she was a wonderful salesman because she used the tools at her mm-hmm. disposal to get me there. Right. And then I tell you, I this is no exaggeration, she talked to me for five minutes straight with me not really being able to get much of a word in, and it had nothing to do with her product. <laughs> I, I do not know. I did not know what the hell she was selling. I, mm. And it was right behind her. But I don't know what it was. I didn't know what it was. I was completely in sky. I was out trying to buy my wife a Christmas present. A thong. And I, I literally became, I literally Clark. became Clark Griswold yeah. with the underwear salesman. Yeah. I, I mean, and at the end of it, I, was, I even had to ask, so what are, we, what, are you, what are you selling? And she's like, oh, well, come here. And she's like, walk me through this makeup thing, you know. Mm. This whatever it does, it cleans makeup off your face to the, the tenth degree, and you don't get any breakup. And I was like, "Well, I'm good." She's like, "Well, listen, I mean, I mean, who you shopping for?" Like every time I was, "I'm good" yeah. or "No, thank you." She always had a rebuttal. You could tell <laughs> she was in it to win it. So I had mad respect, and I enjoyed looking at her. But I, listen, I never, what if I was to say like, I could give you this makeup deal, you get through your right, and I suck your dick. Yeah, but the suck your dick should be like interspersed somewhere in the middle. Yeah. It's like, look, you buy the two-for-one package, I'll suck your dick. What happens is you get you can pick it up right here today. You'll <laughs> never know. I'll put a finger in your butt. And when, by the time you get home, mm-hmm. your wife is going to be so ecstatic about her clean skin mm-hmm. that I'll even let you come on my face. And then sometime, like, you been, <laughs> yeah. she could have stretched it out. What I was going to say is there's, seeing a thong in the wild is fun, but seeing the G-string, like not the G-string, the kind where it like, it's just, it kind of breaks off into two. Mm. Yes, yes. That's see. Now we're talking. My first. Those are the best. So I, it's a thong that breaks up into just two little strips. So some who have heard uh, the majority of these podcasts know and still use against me my old, long deceased affinity for chokers and and braces. Mm. Not a thing anymore. <laughs> At all. Can I see your fingers? <laughs> no. But. But. That first girlfriend who also had all of those things, mm. she had this pair of underwear that is still, it has transcended the ages and still remains very desirable for me. It was this pair yeah. of the thong, mm. but like you said, as it as it careened out of the ass crack, it, it just it goes into two. off, yeah, right, and before it connects to the main band around the waist. Mm. But in the intermediary, in in the middle space where it had split off and joined the band, there were other connecting just mm. single lines of black whatever that shit's made out of nylon right, right. whatever so they were, you could see through them it wasn't like they, yeah. they just kind of stretched and I, I mean I, I haven't seen a pair like that mm-hmm. in, in, since that time yeah but it's it kind of gave me the, the the blueprint for what would soon and for always give the laugh man yeah, you know his his uh, Jolly Rogers. I don't, wives and girlfriends. I don't think sometimes they realize how simple we are. Mine like, does. Well, mine does too. But even every every once in a while, it's like you know you don't have to put this much effort into being like showy and just get like some like like just 
pop into the Pink Pony one day yeah. and Pink. look at what kind of thongs they're wearing mm-hmm. and buy one of those, yeah. that's all I need. I mean, they're not very showy. <laughs> I mean, they're just not. I've been to a lot of shoe shows. Yeah. It's really not. It, I've it's seen not like some. A, I've seen some that are, are particularly, like, skimpy. Okay. Like the kind where, like, the triangle that covers the front is, you know, maybe that big. You know, yeah. we're talking like a guitar pick's worth of material <laughs> with three straps coming off of it. And it's just like, it just sits low enough to what's where, really, and it's just like, it's all, it's... You're not wrong. You're, you're right. And what's funny is I really feel that we we we, we, we get this interest early. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's, a lot of times when it comes to the the underwear side, of it, it's, it's based on something that happened to us when we were fresh and young into the game. You know, does that make any perhaps, sense at all? Yeah, perhaps. It definitely worked for me because I have like this weird thing. You know, some things probably aren't podcasts. <laughs> Since when? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like there's nothing left anymore. Yeah. But one of my small things, and I'm not saying it's happened or, or it hasn't, mm. but I like this little thing with like a, a you know a little backwards hat. Okay. That's weird. Like okay. A, like a standard. Yeah. Baseball cap. Yep. On a woman. In this case, but backwards. But backwards, mm-hmm. and nothing else except like some Nike shoes, like some like kicks, you know. Yeah, and that's a look I go for. A lot of people want to like the high heels, you know. Mm. I've never been about that life. No, but like a backwards hat and so yeah. like, so like you might I might have just I guess the the scenario or the fantasy might be it's like oh it's a girl out for a run and I just say hey what's up run with you you want to fuck yeah keep your shoes on what backwards hat <laughs> fuck yeah. Wait, this is not unlike... Do you have a choker? <laughs> well, that's cool. No, it's cool. One of my favorite all-time strippers at uh, Mardi Gras, which I think is no longer a titty bar, uh, was the young, was like a young, petite, blonde girl with like great old-school tattoos, and her stripper outfit was a dirty, like, punk rock T-shirt, like Misfits or something, but like dirty and tattered, like shark bite, like novelty shirt from a beach store, jean shorts that, like, the buttons had been cut off of, and they're tight, so she just has to pull them over her ass, and they stay up, but they also stay open. Mm-hmm. And, like, dirty old high-top converse. That's just, you're boning out right now. That was, that was <laughs> her, like, we walked in, I was like, does she work here? You just went six to midnight. Because the other ones are all wearing, like, neon green fishnets with neon pink thongs and ne- with a neon yellow bra and fucking white, you know, stiletto heels. And then out comes... You know, porn star in training in like her punk rock punk rock gear, like no panties under the jean shorts, and like it's her turn on stage and she just drops us like, holy shit, that's her fucking stripper outfit. Mm-hmm. That's my kind of stripper. Like fuck yeah. this, I'm a punk rock stripper. You're a punk rock. And stripper she now. was hot. Yeah. She was hot in a in a good way. Yeah. And I didn't have any money. I was there for a bachelor party and, and she's hitting me up for dances and I was like, listen, I I'd I'd love to buy dances for the rest of the evening. I just I'm. I can't. I'm on somebody else's dime tonight. I'm just here for moral support. Mm. <laughs> so it didn't It didn't quite work out. Okay. This, this okay. big clown just killed somebody. He killed the one guy I knew in this movie. With Dean, he killed Dean Wormer. Killed she's Dean Wormer. still in the shower. That's how long we've been talking. She's still in the shower. That, for real? Yeah. That was like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> and that thing was shaking even. What's it's bad. It? It's bad pacing. It's bad pacing is what it is. It's uh, they're really truth- building up the drama for this. Truthfully, show. truthfully, it's been at least ten minutes because that's how long ago we stopped recording. That's crazy. We <laughs> definitely saw that we, were, we recorded a lot before we. She's. Sexted. It's a lot. She's probably well. You got to shave your legs. 
And then if you're using, we could have listened to Mudvayne like nine times. Speaking by of now. speaking of which, I don't want to let too much of the day get away since we talked about clowns. You haven't you didn't see the music video, and I I wanted to introduce this. Just like when did when did heavy metal go here? Like for those you of you provide some for those of you listening, I I proposed earlier in the car on a beer run that the perfect you just lost a bet, like punishment would be having to listen to Mudvayne's Dig. 30 times in a row on high volume. And for fun, I'm going to actually put it underneath this segment of the show if I can figure out a way to do that with short time. 30 times in a row, you'd like start going insane. But if you had to watch the music video, I think 10 times in a row, you'd... So this is my vein. Yeah, you would... I I can't... It's so bad. So what... As a band, were they... Were they trying to be like a slipknot? I suppose. It was that era for sure... But, like, the the bass player with his, like, I'm a kooky devil facial expressions and the guitar player with his face spikes and he's, like, making that, like, I should be in a mental institution face the whole time. I, I just, I hate it so much. It's pretty bad. I, I would, here, we'll just do this so I don't have to find it later. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to put it underneath. Yeah, it's like almost like you know how we 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 talk about famous people and then we hashtag them. I don't want to hashtag them. He's got a goatee that's like two feet long and it's like dread dreadlocked and then dyed blue. Like when did? How did we go from Metallica to this? <laughs> that's what I want to know. Like how did we wind up here? Like is Slipknot to blame? I mean. I don't know. So the question is, would you rather watch this ten times in a row, or like like fucking Clockwork Orange style, like you have to watch it, or would you rather listen to the song thirty times in a row? So I have to watch this ten times in a row, or listen to it thirty times in a row. But you don't I'm have to deal more with angrier <laughs> watching it. But you don't have to deal with the visuals because it's just. You know, how many, they probably sold, what, like a million albums or something? They probably made money. This has got 32 million views. 32 million? And this is also, I want to say, maybe 03. This is high school for me. So you're telling me this is 16 years old? Yeah. And it has 32, I hope 30 million people were, were like, hey, have you seen Mudvayne's video? This shit's ridiculous. Watch this. I want to read the comments. I don't. I don't really. <laughs> Darth Maul's college gig before he joined the Sith. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I can see that for sure. But it's just like, how do we wind up here? Like, Marilyn, is it Marilyn Manson? No. Because he he was like goth. This and is just, this, this here is just, this is a music executive's take. On, Perhaps, on yeah. On trying to make this mainstream. Nobody's getting blowjobs to this song. Uh, or at least not good ones. Well, I am a hundred percent certain someone got a blowjob to this song. <laughs> I'm just—if you're I, out there listening and you got a blowjob <laughs> to Mudvayne's dig, call now five 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 W F U C K the Bam and tell us all about uh, your sad sad story. <laughs> tell us where you finished. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, that's really bad. But I am certain <laughs> that somewhere in like an Anniston, Alabama. Or a Roanoke, Virginia, some you know portly girl blew her neighbor mm. to this song because this is yeah. her jam. Yeah, that's you know? true. Girl I'm just hundred percent about it. This is what I generally dislike about that era in metal: the "I'm crazy" face. 
uh, well, that was a go-to, you know? Like, you, you could see footage. You could even see, like, live footage of, I can't remember the band name, but, like, there was always, like, one guitar player who instead of, like, like bowing up like the bass player did in this music video where he's trying to look badass, he's just trying to look, like, super stiff and, like, he might have just gotten out of the insane asylum. <laughs> Interesting. And as a guitar player in high school who liked heavy metal, it, I, I hated that kinda, this was popular. It just looks like a bunch of, uh, what's, what do they call them in Mad Max in Australia? Half-Life? The Boys? Uh, uh, Boys. War Boys. It's like the War Boys made a band, but they're not as cool as the War Boys. Yeah, like that's fucking does not much. Like I would rather see a band, <laughs> I would rather see four War Boys mm just do witness me acapella right then listen to that witness me witness me just a bunch of you ever thought about like doing that kind of like a just walking up to somebody and spraying your face like just in a random environment (laughs) just like a witness (laughs) like imagine you're at like a a pizza place you're on the patio it's a nice fall day (laughs) you and your family are having a pie you know nice margarita pizza and I just run out of nowhere, disheveled, <laughs> shirtless, and painted white. Bald. Bald. Or just even <laughs> whatever. Yep. And, you know, just took a can of whatever that spray is, sprayed it on my mouth like a true Australian, and just, witness me! <laughs> and then just ran off. Like, I would love to do that kind of thing. There's so many photos from this one fucking music video. This is them accepting an award of some kind. Okay. They want an award. They want a VMA. There you go. They it's that. so annoying that this was popular. Anyways, we're talking about... Do you want to start a band? <laughs> we can just paint ourselves in any number of ways. It's true. We could do it. No. I'd rather watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space than watch that music video again. I don't know, man. <laughs> this is like, a, this is like a, the one hour and 30 minute version of that shit show. We have not seen one titty yet. <sighs> it's pretty bad. We might have missed one. Oh, look. Um, Wormer's back. Hang on. Let me just I'm gonna slow rewind. Oh, I'll bet oh. that's her food. You want to get handled that? Safe sex. You, you grab it. All right, we'll just record and eat. What? Yep. No, oh, it's terrible. <laughs> Why well, we've done it before? It's, it's never good. It's recording. Don't do this. Safe <laughs> sex again. Safe sex. <laughs> Safe sex. Hang on. It's I'm, terrible. I'm we saucing my chicken. It's too fat. <laughs> no, anyway, and then, and then does not much says, I actually like my vein. <laughs> All right, safe sex. <laughs> I'm fine with eating and potting. <laughs> so I'm going to eat and you talk. Well, it's not that... If there's one of us available... God, I'm sweating. Oh, this is so hot. It is so hot. Like, I love spicy. I got too much of it. It's making my throat I hurt. Actually, I just don't feel like it's... A, I think there's like a chemical. I think they're fucking with us. Because there's some ingredients in there that don't look very natural. Well, the thing is, is they're not backing it up with like a great flavor where you go like, it tastes amazing, so it's worth it. Like, well, it's, I like the flavor. It's okay. It's not worth this, it's though. very vinegary, but I like the flavor. I wonder if we could do a wing sauce in it. A wing sauce what? <clears throat> like, if we got enough of those packets, if we could do a wing sauce with oh, it. Oh, God. It'd be unedible. Un- <laughs> you'd have to... Seriously? No way. You'd have a lot to bring... Of butter. Yeah, it'd have to be damn near a butter sauce. With a side of milk, because it's almost unbearable. I wonder if Adam Richmond's like ever eaten like a packet of Halal Guys hot sauce on a dare. I mean, hold on, let me put on a really tight jacket first. I've taken some like large swigs out of like just hot sauce bottles on bets before, 
everything from Tabasco to weird brands I've never heard of or seen again, but there's just something concentrated about Halal Guy's hot sauce that just it puts the, it puts the sweats sweats on me here. I'm over here. <laughs> I feel like I'm working out. My stomach is. Anywho, my asshole will be later. <laughs> so I was having some thoughts. We are a month away, and it, it all hit me when I was sitting here watching the killer clowns from outer space. Not really at all. But we're a, a month away from football season mm. here in Georgia. The um, UK football or? <laughs> in Georgia, should have spelled that out for you. Well, there's two Georgias. There's this one and there's the one over there. The Republic of? Mm-hmm. Now, there is that one. No, it's a month away. And I was seriously thinking that we should uh, take this show on the road. And we, we should take take TPTO under the guise of, of a different... We, we come up with a, with a fake, kind of a sport, you know, what seems like a, a Georgia... Themed podcast, like Georgia Bulldog themed yeah. podcast, and, and we go to these tailgates at just the right time when everyone's just enough lubricated, and do some interviews and see what kind of gold <coughs> we can get from the, you know, the variety of people that are Georgia fans. You know, listen, I don't mind the gays so long as they just keep to themselves. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> So here's my premise, because I think you're kind of you kind of jumped the gun on me there, which is which is good because you're thinking the same thing. So I say, you know, we go, and I have the microphone, and you're in a phone, just like it is set up now, right? Mm-hmm. Walk up, they see a microphone, everyone wants to talk, especially if they think, you know, there's some it, where's where's this going to be on, man? You know, and we can tell them whatever the hell we want. College radio, college radio, ninety-five-five. Some bull WFCK ninety seven point nine. Obviously, bank. we're medical students, right? <clears throat> we go around, you know. We get their opinion. Ask them, you know. We, we could be specific as we want to be about you know, the, the team, the roster, the games that day. We can make it like a tailgating theme. Like, what's your what's your Georgia tailgate? Like, what we got here? You know, and they walk us through. So my thing is, I hold the camera and the phone, and we switch that off, and another person holds a camera of some sort. It doesn't even have to be a functioning camera. That's the joke here. Yeah. It, if it just turns on, <laughs> if there's a red light, and it looks like we're holding a tiny handheld camera, we're in the game. All right, just we, do a search to me if you ever look right down the lens of this camera and say, whoo, boy, how about them dogs? <laughs> well, that's how you get them in, right? You say, <laughs> we're, we're doing cuts and some B footage for the campus, for, or for the Georgia website, whatever it's B-roll it be. for the Todd Gurley Foundation. B-roll. <laughs> exactly. We get them in, right? They're hooked. They're ready to talk. They're a little bit lubricated. And we, we hit them with a series of real questions. And then every now and we just slip in the, the little, you know, what did they call it back in the day when they said, like, you play the record backward, backwards and it was saying some kind of message? That's supposed to be, uh, you know, like, bang. Subliminal. Subliminal. We ask kind of, we kind of trigger in on some subliminal questions and see what kind of nonsense we can get out of your average Georgia fan. This is not me being a Georgia fan trolling other Georgia fans. Right. But it, yeah, it is. It is me trolling other Georgia fans. <laughs> so how do you feel about this new plan to put a border wall around the stadium? Well, typically, yeah, exactly. Like, come up with fake shit. Like, treat it, like, it, for the most part, 90% of it would be real. But mm-hmm. I want, like, ten. that 10% was what we're going for. But I want that 10% to be something like The Daily Show used to be. Right. Where you they're comfortable, and then you hit them with some kind of ridiculous, out of left field, Holy political or holy social or holy <laughs> racial or holy religious question. So there's two. There's some rumors going around campus that two of the offensive line starters are actually having a secret love affair. 
Uh, how do you feel about that? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> well, you know, I always suspected that uh, the center <laughs> might be a receiver if you catch my drift. <laughs> That's good. You, I, I don't care. I don't care. I mean, it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. But you know what? So if, uh, if Kirby's gonna take us all the way to the national <laughs> title game this year, they can all fuck each other for all I care. I don't. I don't give a shit. I mean, I don't want to get married or nothing because that goes against nature. But for a national title, for a national title, I mean, I'll suck their dick. I'll suck all those dicks. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> yeah, he don't even catch on. Right? We just move on, and we, and we go find us like that overweight mom of three <laughs> who's wholly political on Facebook yeah. and shares pictures of aborted fetuses to support her pro-life choices. There's talk of segregating the locker room like it was back in the 1950s. How do you feel about that? <laughs> well, finally, about time. <laughs> Listen, I love them boys, and they, they're going to win us a national title game this year, but I don't think it's such a bad idea that they keep the blacks separate from the whites. <laughs> We're different. We're different. We're different. <laughs> I don't want my boy. I don't want my boy seeing one of them big old dangly tallywhackers. <laughs> dangly tallywhackers. Oh, that's a flashback to childhood. Oh, that sounds weird. <laughs> and then some. I meant just the word tallywhacker. No, nope. necessarily. Nope. There's no, no dangling. There's no faces. walking. There's no, no walking no. back from this one. This dangly tallywhackers. Well, that reminds me of childhood. <laughs> dangly tallywhackers. That Sorry. reminds me of childhood. <laughs> the fuck kind of childhood did you have? It was tough. It was tough. <clears throat> but I just think it'd be fun. One because I just love the idea of walking around Athens on a day like that, like we did when we sold the shirts. To taking the, it would be an episode. It's an episode where we're moving around. Yeah. And we're recording this nonsense and having a good time. You can do many shows in between each erroneous interview. No, it could be good. It could be a train wreck. It could also be really good. I mean, that is the show. <laughs> I mean, this is a train wreck or it's going to be bad. I mean, no, or it's going to be really good. I don't yeah. Know. It's, or it could be a good train wreck or it could be a bad train you, wreck. I mean, Either I, way, I, it's going to be a train wreck. You, with a nice morning beer buzz with the microphone in your hand, mm. knowing full well you're not being recorded, Yeah. but knowing full well that they think they're being recorded, and I, think, I think you could coerce some magic out of the right. All I have right to do, time. all I have to do, I learned this last football season, all I have to do, is listen to like 30 minutes of 92.9, like where they're talking about something relevant, like when the Super Bowl, uh, po- like pre-Super Bowl, post-Super Bowl, playoff games leading up. I, I had seen enough of those games to know uh, generally what they were talking about, and they're talking about uh, they're talking about percentages and stats and all this shit. I'm like, all I have to do is regurgitate like three of these things to someone who knows infinitely more than me, and then they'll just talk. <laughs> And I can nod and be like, yeah, me, that's what I thought too. Like, I could just <laughs> fucking fake it the rest of the way. If I if I control the conversation by leading out with like three stats I heard on the radio, I'll just let them take it from there. Right, but uh, you know we don't just want people. That's not what we want recorded. No, but, but to, to lure them in, I can't. I, to lure them in, I have to know something. Yeah, but you, I mean, you would. You wouldn't go into this stone cold yeah. blind. Oh, yeah, talk but early. I just, something, I just think huh? There would be some really. F- I just think we would get some really funny. Aaron bits. Murray's killing it this year. <laughs> what? <laughs> that too. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I, I just think there would be some real comedic value in, in getting these people talking, and then figuring out how much we can get your average person to say. 
yeah. when they're comfortable. Yeah. At a tailgate, surrounded by family and friends, <laughs> feeling like they're feeling like they're being interviewed by <laughs> like-minded people. Do I love know? the idea. There's campus rumors going around that two of the offensive starting linemen are having a love affair. <laughs> <laughs> They're both of age and it's consenting from what I hear, but like, what are your thoughts on that? There's a, there's a rumor swirling that Kirby is recruiting a Muslim kid who will have to wear the wrap around his head, so he'll have to get a specially made helmet. There, well, they're also talking about, I, sorry to interrupt there, but I also heard that they're talking about actually turban wrapping the outside of the helmet <laughs> in some sort of like hardened polymer that will look like a turban, but it'll actually fun- function like a football helmet. And go. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Can you imagine? What are you? What are your thoughts on this? As a, as a lifelong Georgia fan, what are your thoughts on this? <laughs> I just think. But apart from taking Daily Show jabs at the the fans who didn't go there, which is pretty much all of them, mm-hmm. we could also go to the college kids who are going there mm-hmm. and, and loop them up with, like, fucking Jimmy Kimmel Man on the Street mm-hmm. trivia. Like, fucking, how many continents are there? You know, <laughs> just, what? Do you think it would be better? Like, we'd have to record it. Yeah. But I feel like, would they think, would they look at a phone with a microphone plugged in and feel the same way as they would, like, a legitimate mic? Like, what if we got a friend, mm-hmm. like a Louie back in the day, Yeah. to... We go fucking rent a boom mic, unplugged, and make it even clear that the thing has drawing no power. Yeah. Like, it's just, we can even make it. You see what I'm saying? We can go yeah. get a big mop, one of those big floopy-looking mops. Yep. Attach it to the end of a pole, wrap a wire around it, and somewhere it goes into my oh, yeah, belt. Yeah, we could, get, we could get one of those, like, dust mops that they're, like, white and fluffy. Yep. And just, like, spray paint it black real quick so it doesn't harden up too much. Mm-hmm. Put it on a pole, and I can just hang it over you. While you're interviewing people, I could have like a fucking like, like camera bag on my waist that could be holding sound shit. Nobody knows. <laughs> I got headphones on and I, I could stop you. Like, hey, ho- hey, hold on a second. We gotta get room noise. <laughs> and then you just hang on a second. We gotta get ambient noise from the outside and just fucking quiet. While you're standing, record that. While, while you're standing next to somebody, that's like, when you probably like, would get your heavy hitters. Yeah. That when they think like, oh, we're not recording. They're like, yeah, man, fuck those two dudes, bunch of faggots on the offensive line. <laughs> goddamn. I mean, I hope we win a championship, but goddamn. Shit, if I was Kirby, I'd kick those two motherfuckers off the team and then out the state. <laughs> Send them to Alabama. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you. And we're back. Thank you. All right, we're wrong. We're good now. Yeah, yeah, we're good. This airplane, airplane noise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Keep thinking about it. Think about how much fun of all the people you would have. Oh, hold on. Let's just take a, yeah, ambient. Hold on one second. Yeah. And then you just say, so where are you from? Is That's yeah. the stuff that gets recorded. And then we could never use it. Hey, we got a call coming in from the studio. They want to. They want us to interview some uh, fans of the opposing team. <laughs> oh, God. That would actually be really fun for me. <laughs> and then what, we, what we could do, though, I don't know how it would work, but they could sign something, a release. Yeah. We'd have to be pretty strategic about it. Put some fine print on there. Yeah. We're allowed to do whatever we want with yeah, everything we said. recorded. What's your name? <laughs> Where are you from? You can't do anything about it. That's all fucking uh, Tom Green ever did. Like, like just get him to sign some shit, and then they can't Before take. or after? Usually after, right? It was usually after, but he said you just put it in the fine print. 
or like in some cases just blatant print, and they'll just sign if they're going to be on TV. <laughs> they, don't, they don't know. They don't, they don't give a shit. And then they're mad and like, well, you signed the thing. Oh, I always think about Borat, those college dudes from Carolina that he had on that Actually, RV. They sued the shit out of him. But he's the but. guy I'm thinking of, not Tom Green. Borat, because he would send somebody ahead, get it cleared, like with Bob Barr, like, we're mm-hmm. going to send somebody out to interview you. We need you to sign this release paperwork so that we can air it once we're done. Bob Barr would sign it, then Borat would go interview him and talk about like making cheese from breast milk, and then Bob Barr would like flip out and say, "You're not airing this." And I'm like, "Well, we got your release," and then they would air it, and then he would threaten to sue him. Like, you signed the okay. <laughs> they would do a bait and switch with early Sasha Baron Cohen, like on everyone. I was like, "You signed the paperwork. That's on you." Like, yeah, but I thought it was legitimate. It's like, doesn't matter what you thought. We did the interview. You signed the paperwork. Now it's going on TV. <laughs> yeah, in the movies. I, I just, it's to me, it just really, and I love the idea of getting, I, I know where we could get some equipment that looks legit, get yeah. people, and it also would be kind of like fun because people, I mean, people did this to us at the wedding, and all we had yeah. was your phone and your microphone. They thought this was official. Yeah. We had the, the wedding photographer taking video holding one of those drones that they used that became like the hanging, mm. like once the drones stopped flying, they just held on to them. That became we should, the camera. We should enlist, I know Burke's not in the state, so I would say we Will should. Will he drive up for the right opportunity though? Probably I was going to say we should enlist e- either Burke and or Sean or both, because Sean's tall, so he could be the perfect boom mic perfect guy. Perfect boom mic guy. You know, he don't have to say nothing. I don't, mm. I don't expect him to be able to contribute, you know, verbally. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, hey, I don't like cheese either. <laughs> Like, hey, I'm sorry. He's, he's hourly. He's It's part of a program, special needs. Don't worry about it. He's hourly. We got him from Publix. No worries. He's, he's just an hourly guy. He's a temp. <laughs> he's just a temp this week. Sorry. Really, like, rough. He's just a temp. <laughs> sorry about the whole cheese thing. <laughs> I was talking about it. <laughs> just talking under your breath in front of him. Looking at him the whole time. If we got Burke there with us, he could have a clipboard. Like he's lining people up to be next. Like we we could eventually get to the point where we don't have to walk around to them. They're just lining up to talk to us. <laughs> hey, do you guys want to be a guest on this uh, on uh, College Radio? Bulldognation.com/slash. I don't know. <laughs> Dognation.org. We can't use Dognation. We get in trouble real fast. Dog. Yeah. D- hey, <laughs> I like that one. That's the only way to get out of that. But dude, the- junkyard.org. Pe- pe- you know, human nature, especially. I mean. Take away booze. Yeah. If we went to a mall with a mm-hmm. boom mic, a fake camera, and four people, mm-hmm. including one of us doing the interviewing, or me or you, or whatever, and you got Burke holding, fuck, I don't know what Burke would be doing. He, he, we've literally delegated him to just holding a clipboard behind us. Yeah. When you got Sean, super tall, no cheese, mm-hmm. with a fake boom mic, <laughs> and then you got me or you doing an interview, yeah. people would, a circle would form. Yeah. It would be a circle of nitwits. Because it would, you think you'd get up there and be like, well, I don't know who these guys are, but clearly they're not famous. Or the nitwit said, these guys must be famous. I feel like I should wear a cowboy hat, just mm. so we look like a proper radio show duo. Like, you get the long-haired guy, you get the cowboy hat guy. <laughs> are we going for, like, hippie cowboy? Like, no, this like just, a Hannity and Combs back no, in the day? No, just, like, picture radio guy. Like, if we're not wearing Hawaiian, like, we got to wear, like, Hawaiian shirts some like we have to look like a morning radio duo. Something I think if anybody should wear the cowboy hat, it should be me <laughs> with the long hair. Well, you have easy access to them. There's like cowboy hats abound in your abound. family. Yeah, <laughs> I think I should wear the cowboy hat because 
If they see long hair, sans cowboy hat, yeah. the assumption will be like hippy doofus. And you need like a freshly brushed like mane and tail ponytail that's silky smooth like like Southside Steve yeah. underneath that I would thing. mane and tail it for yeah. sure. Yeah. But and then you know like a nice Garth Brooksy shirt, probably something Georgian. You gotta keep them comfortable. They, they, well, yeah, no, we need those shirts that are like the out, the outdoor gear companies make them that like fishermen like them because they breathe. Here's right up your alley. We need we need fake press passes. We're never trying to get in the stadium. This is not like we're trying to right. cheat our way into the stadium with fake press. It's right. solely solely for looks. Yeah. To to make people feel like, damn, this guy's got a camera, a boom mic. Of course, what There's do we four do? People here, and they all have press passes. What do we do when Athens PD asks what we're doing? You were there. We were selling illegal T-shirts and didn't get stopped. That's I true. highly doubt they would stop what looks to be a very legitimate film company. Yeah. And all we would say is we're worth tpto.com. We're a we're a a, a podcast out of Atlanta. What? And there's nothing. They're not doing anything illegal. Yeah. I mean, literally, the cops. We might incite a riot, but that's not till me, way later. Watched me selling T-shirts <laughs> yeah. after the game. And they told a little and black, told black kid to stop selling water and stop selling water. <laughs> the one thing the drunkards coming out of that stadium needed, yeah. they told her to go kick rocks up the street. The well, I'm selling. At that point, I was selling T-shirts. I was busting heads because they were coming out. Yeah. And I was like, "How much for that T-shirt, man? Thirty bucks. Bum. Like, do yeah. do do." The other thing they could have made that better is if the cop fist bumped you after he told the little black kid to go away. That's a better spot, bro. Hey, right here. White is right. Okay. You know, I'm not surprised. You're policemen. This all makes sense. Yeah. Nuts, bud. <laughs> all right. I like this. Um, I don't I don't want to get side. I don't want to miss anything else you have written down, though. No, no. Is that no, it? Uh, no, of course. I, I, I don't. You, just, we, we've, we've added some structure to this now. I don't think people, people know. <laughs> well, we've brought ink and paper into this. Well, you make notes. Not on the lines, I noticed, but that's okay. I, I, I'm, I throw them. You diagonally write on lined yeah. paper. And I, well, man, I'm just getting started. This is an idea notebook. I got a lot of songs. I wrote a joke here. It's not. It hasn't really panned out yet. I'm, I'm working on the joke structure, but we're we're, we're getting there. <laughs> it's about never wanting to date a girl named Brandy on general principle for one, but also because if you ever broke up with a Brandy and people go that song is everywhere now. I've seen it. The Brandy song. You know, uh, oh Brandy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was at, I was at uh, karaoke. What a so Brandy. Be. I went to a wedding. They play Brandy. It's like the new, it's almost like Journey sang it. That's what yeah. I'm finding now is that, like, you know how Journey comes on, people, ah! Yeah, people Journey are, and Sweet Home Alabama. All, yeah, all the all the songs. or and, and then the big one now is that Old Crow Medicine show that plays the the fucking Wagon Wheel song. Bunch of, that's a big oh. redneck get them on the dance floor song. Black Betty. Black Betty, one of the worst songs. Oh, Black Betty. Uh, Skip Medaver loves Black Betty. I always should call Skip. He actually abhors Black Betty. <laughs> so he says it's the most trash song that's ever been called a song, but then like I'll randomly get, you know on your phone, you can press and hold the <laughs> microphone yeah. and send that message? But he'll do that, and it's just like, it's like I'll wake up, and it's like a 48-second message. I'm like, it's probably an accident. Like, almost 98.9% of those things are. Yeah. And it's, Black Betty, oh, Black Betty. It's just him, just banging out Black Betty. Black Betty got a job. Black Betty. Same thing go wild. But yeah, Brandy's everywhere now. And I was like, I hate this song. Plus, have you ever known a Brandy? Like, been friends, fucked? When I think of Brandy, I think of Moesha. 
Isn't that her name? Brandy? That was the TV show. Yeah. And she was actually Brandy. Right. Yeah. So I think of that. She killed a guy in an accident one time. And then I also think of um, of uh, the blonde chick from uh, the horror movie that the Broken Lizard guys made. Uh, the, she actually, she was a Max, she's in the Always Sunny? She's the one with the dick? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know her Her name's name Brandy in that, Club Dread, I think her name is Brandy in Club Dread. Club Dread is so, so Club bad. Dread's the perfect example of what you were saying with the cruises earlier, like fucking... Farva shows up with a ponytail and ninja swords and he hooks up with the hottest chick there. That's true. He was the massage therapist. He touches her lip and she comes. Yeah, that'd be an awesome power. <laughs> probably wouldn't use it as much as I probably should, though. Even if even if I could make a, a woman come, like, instantly, I'd probably forget to do it You'd more prob- than I would for, like... Because I'm lazy and I'm a piece of shit. Well, and curiosity would lead you to try it on yourself. <laughs> Just like touch your lip, and then it doesn't work, so you shit your pants. <laughs> That's the adverse. <laughs> what makes women come makes men shit themselves. It'd be interesting in a fight. If someone approached you, and you're not a fighter, so you just like do some kind of, you know, some kind of grip where mm-hmm. the where that your index finger hits them right below the nose and right above the upper lip, and they just shit themselves just Aww. just everywhere. It like cleans them out completely. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I had that the other day. I, I felt like I had one of the. Not to do doo-doo humor, but ba- my stomach health is starting to come back around. I mean, you were washing your heels. I've been better. I've been washing my heels. Um, <laughs> Title of the episode. Washing my heels. <laughs> I've been doing better. But the other day I felt like I've been taking these Metamucil tablets, you know? Mm. A lot of iron. Yeah. Fiber. Yeah. And I just felt like I had one of these deuces that was like, that was it. Yeah. Like, this was everything. I'm clean. In my body. Yeah. <laughs> because if it's not, holy hell. Like, those are the best. I wish you could manifest those on demand. Because, like, every once in a while you have one of those shits where it's like, ah, that just wasn't enough. No. <laughs> but there's nothing else there. With the teaser shits. Yeah. Like, those are the more frustrating when you feel like, oh, this is going to be nice. And yeah. you get in there, it's like, well, the worst case scenario is it doesn't happen. You produce, like, a pig's tail and that's it. Or a pig's tail <laughs> or, like, the little turdlets that come yeah. out, like, like deer droppings. Yeah. But it's like all that, all this build up for this. <laughs> Like, I need that fucking, like, toilet snake and shit that's coming out of the water. That's what I wanted. <laughs> oh, we are doo-doo humor <laughs> deluxe That's tonight. the best, though. When you look down and it maintained, it didn't break halfway, and you just got a fucking banana in the toilet. Like, hell yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> I didn't want this to happen. I had a friend in high school who used to text those. You know, you're like, look, oh, at, yeah, you're like, look how awesome this shit was. Like, thanks, dude. I, I had a friend like that. <laughs> I did. And uh, it's been a while, but now I might have to. Because one of them I had the other day. I had the, what you call the bass catching log. I hadn't had one of those in so long because <laughs> I've had all the stomach problems. Mm. So I was very excited about it. You know what that is, right? It's just the, the log so big that it still sticks up out of the water. Yeah. So it just looks like a good, it's where you would go bass fishing you, know, mm. you look for the fallen trees and it was perfect it had like the one log was straight out and the mm. subsidiary logs looked like they were like adjoining <laughs> so it was nice I was like man I almost took a picture of that one that's photo worthy it was it was but I didn't I guess I feel like at some, at some age you probably shouldn't take pictures of your shit and send them to <laughs> old friends <laughs> I just feel like that's it should be a thing in the Me Too era it's probably not smart <laughs> yeah <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> Did he send you a picture of his dick, too? 
No, they sent me a picture of poop. Excuse me, that was a picture of shit. <laughs> in, uh, in my defense, it was a wonderful log. <laughs> I felt lighter. <laughs> my pant, I was able to pull my belt a notch tighter when that thing left me. I knew I lost weight. The masturbatory session that followed was incredible. Hey, you were speaking about um, <clears throat> fast food and something about McDonald's, which is not surprising. <laughs> we do this every episode. <laughs> I'm not. That's a common theme. We we should just just for prostate McDonald's. I'm loving it. There we go. We got that out there. Is that even still their thing? If you want to take, I'm loving it. Still a if thing. If you want to take a huge shit, eat McDonald's. Here's the other thing. I, last thing I'll say at McDonald's before we move on to a related story mm. that involves McDonald's. <laughs> Have you noticed they're trying to hawk off these like non-American meals? Yeah. Like the burger that's popular in Spain. Yeah, no, I saw that. I saw that in fucking, yeah, I saw that in fucking Dothan on the way back from Florida. Perfect. Thank you. Let me, let me, let me take it from there for just a second. They have the Spanish Do they honestly think, are they really trying to sell the most nationalistic tribal (laughs) fucking country in the world on don't get what you know you love and we know you love. Try the way we do it in Spain. We know you want a double Mc, a double McChicken and two double cheeseburgers, mm. and a large fry, <laughs> and a McFlurry. But why don't you consider this fried chicken sandwich that has some kind of ramalad on it from Canada? <laughs> Try the Indonesian work. fish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't want that. <laughs> oh, not to mention, it's like they put something on them. It's like they took... All right, how can we piss off our employees the most? <laughs> can we pay them less? We already do that. Focus on something else. What else can we do? Um, make them make really complex by our standard meals? <laughs> what does that mean? Like, more than just pickles and rehydrated onions? Yes. Like, yeah. we'll have, like, a Canadian chicken sandwich yeah. with his ramalot sauce and I, some of this other stuff. But it, honestly, it seems like I only see them trying to sell this to the people who are never going to buy it. Yeah, nobody in Dothan was trying the Spanish Quarter Pounder. No. No. They were not. But that's, We uh, can't put ramalot in the squirt gun. <laughs> We're going to have to ladle that shit out by hand with a spoon. <laughs> That'll drive him insane. <laughs> but they did exactly. But the, the whole moral of this one, did you? this was a story. Uh, a cop now, I believe it was in Ohio, is apologizing to the local McDonald's chain. He mm. went to get an on-the-job lunch, local police officers. So mm. What do you think, uh, just because you know the menu well, what do you think this on-the-go, have-to-eat-something-quick order was from McDonald's for this police officer? I'm going to say a Big Mac, probably. No. No, this is Ohio. This was a quarter pounder guy, maybe. Quarter, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go. Actually, you know what? If you're in a rush and you got to get number one uh, with a Coke. Big Mac meal with a Coke. Yeah. That's incorrect. He went with McChicken, small fry, and a, and a small Coke. Fucking stupid. That's a quick... You can eat a McChicken fast. You can't really deal with a Mc... You can try to one-hand a Big Mac. You're not doing it. That, that Big Mac requires sit-down, in <clears> my gonna, If you're going to go through a drive-thru for a chicken sandwich, you should go to fucking Wendy's. Of course you should, but maybe there wasn't a Wendy's. I don't know. It's Ohio. <laughs> so it's fucking practically Australia, but it's just with, like, a little bit different landscape. <laughs> but, anywho, he says that some employee <laughs> saw that it was for a police officer. Mm. And when he got his food, he opened it, and then someone had taken a bite out of it. Mm. So someone took a bite. He took a picture. Someone took a bite out of his McChicken. Mm. Right? So it explodes on social media. This is a fat cop? I don't know. Oh. So it explodes on social media because his assertion is, they saw that I was a cop. 
They disrespect the cops. They don't like the cops. They're young kids, primarily African-Americans. So one of them took a bite out of my burger. Now, when I read this story, I'm not going to say that I thought something was suspicious, but I didn't trust it completely. Because if you saw a cop coming through, and this is just me, I've never worked in fast food, and I've never done anything to a cop's meal with any kind of, you know, I don't know, meanness in my heart. But if I was going to, I certainly wouldn't take a bite of the man's food. No, you mix jizz in with the mayonnaise you or something. You come in his mayonnaise. You spit and <clears throat> swirl it into his ketchup. I can get really creative, but those are just the ones that <laughs> immediately pop to mind, right? Drop the patty in the crack of my ass, let it roll down all the way right under the bread. I don't know. These are just things that I'm thinking about. But I wouldn't take a bite of a man's food. That's going to be seen instantly, and it's going to come right back. There's no if, ands, or buts. Yeah, you know? that's you're, yeah, you're not... Like yeah, there's nothing. There's, you don't win there. He's never gonna eat the food, so it explodes on social media as things do these days. And of course, the Blue Lives Matter people are fighting the Black Lives Matter people, and it becomes this racial over. Of course, of course, that's what it becomes. Right. Now he's come out and said he apologizes. And this. All right. So continue. We had an interruption there. Phone call. Because <clears throat> I'm not on airplane mode. Yeah. I, I mean, I just wouldn't have done it. But anyways, he comes back. Like I said, mm. for you, and he says hey, it was it was me. Took me a few days to remember that I took a bite. Hey, it turns out, out I ate my own sandwich. I ate my own sandwich. And what was funny when I heard I like John Kasich. When I heard the report. I like John Kasich. <laughs> he said, I just didn't remember. And the guy reporting on the story says, I have that problem. Sometimes I forget what I ate. And I was like, oh, hold on. Are we talking about like sober? You know, I, I'm out on the road too. I go through drive through lines. Yeah. I've never ordered a Chick fil A sandwich. Yeah. Taking a bite. One, put it back in the bag, <laughs> right? Wrapped folded it up, folded it, up it neatly, neatly yeah. put it back in the bag, park somewhere 20 minutes later and say, those fucking assholes at Chick-fil-A <laughs> took a bite out of my sandwich. <laughs> Blue Lives Matter! It was just crazy. I was like, wait a minute. Like, was he fabricating? I think that's what I think happened. I think he was trying to fabricate a story and go viral and push the political agenda of the Blue Lives Matter and look at the disrespect cops get. And yeah. they do. And a lot of cops are great. Most cops are wonderful. But there's a reason why there's Where? this pushback. <laughs> and there's a reason we have these kind of conversations. And I think Where? he was trying to be... He, and it blew up on him. This is exactly what I think happened. I think, yeah. oh, shit. I wanted it to be like, ha, 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 kind of maybe. Or whatever. Maybe it did have some ill ill meaning towards people. But then it blew up on him. And he was like, shit. And he realized, I'm going to have to like prove this story. Because McDonald's <laughs> is going to have this tape. Yeah. You know? And he realized they're going to have the fucking camera footage. They're going to have him taking the bag. They're going to see no one took a bite of my shit. I did not I, think this. I, I did not. Yeah, he's a dumbass. And he did not think this through. And I he, should and he not. he contacted a lawyer. Yeah, he's, I should not kill my said, wife like I thought I was going to. The easiest way out of this. Yeah. <laughs> the easiest way out of this is to say, oops, I remembered that it was me that took the bite. And I just sometimes forget when I eat. <laughs> and it's almost like your way out of it. Only made you look stupider. <laughs> Think about that. The old, like you've done something so fucking dumb yeah. that your lawyer says, "Well, the only way out of this is to do something stupider." <laughs> it's kind of like the Dumb and Dumber. It's like the yeah. Lloyd defense or the Harry. No, Lloyd. It's the Lloyd yeah. defense. Yeah. The only way we're getting out of this is if you sell the van and get the mini bike, <laughs> and we just do something even dumber than what you just yeah. did. So <laughs> you're gonna have to tell the world now. <laughs> That's what's funny about this day and age. Yeah, seriously, you make one fucking mistake like that. And it's, next thing you know, it's got three and a half million likes. You you can't even leave your house. Yeah. You, people that you don't even remember from 20 years ago are calling you a racist <laughs> son of a bitch. Excuse me, officer, did the bite smell like a black person's breath? <laughs> no questions. No questions. 
Did the bite have any any remnants of hot sauce on it, sir? <laughs> I love that. You're like, yeah, sometimes I forget when I take bites. But I'm, <laughs> I'm still allowed to walk around with a loaded weapon. <laughs> Blue lives matter. <laughs> Especially mine. I love McDonald's. My other, my fellow officers, they go work out at the gym on Fridays, but I eat McDonald's. <laughs> In the car. Save time. That way I don't have to move while I'm AC, eating. AC, AC too. AC's on. But yeah, sometimes I forget when I take but bites. I, I, that just hit me, that to get out of the situation, he had to, to be dumber than what got him into the situation. That's pretty funny. <laughs> so now the whole world thinks he's a guy that yeah. orders a sandwich, takes a bite, wraps it up pristinely, forgets he ate it, <laughs> for four days after he's accused black folks yeah, or whoever I, I don't even know if they were black that's actually me being racist I'm assuming <laughs> that all the people working at that McDonald's were primarily African American in Ohio it's a strong possibility depends yeah. on the part yeah depends on the part I, <laughs> I love the idea of being like you know I was going to murder my wife and collect the insurance but I figure if I can't pull this McDonald's thing off I probably shouldn't do that either <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot about the security cameras. I don't even want to go into what I would have forgotten about if I pulled off this murder I wanted. <laughs> I was at Dunkin' Donuts the other day, and I ordered a dozen, and there was only 11 in the box. They hate cops. <laughs> then I remembered. I ate one of the I donuts. I ate one of the donuts. <laughs> and I just forgot. But I'm telling you. Say that we would describe ourselves as portly, sexy back in the 17th century individuals. Yeah. Right? When it said, like, look, bitch, I'm eating. Yeah. Like, that's the body I have. I would have been <laughs> high fare. I would have been, yeah. like, supreme bachelor to have in yeah. 1740. Yeah. But in today's standards, I'm just a portly fellow mm. who knows what I eat. Now, there's been plenty of drunken meals. Yeah. But to be honest with you, even when I'm close to blackout, I always remember what I ate the night before because it was fucking delicious. Yeah. Then I passed out. Yeah. But I have never forgotten a, a bite. bite or, oh, did, did I eat a donut? Of fucking course I did. I remember every moment of that donut. It's funny, officer. You never seem to complain when there's a 13th donut in the box. <laughs> well, that's a baker's dozen. I just figured, you know, you're baking donuts. That's a baker's dozen. This is the Ohio accent, I guess. <laughs> I don't know how they do it on things down here in Dayton, but up here where I live, you know, you order a dozen donuts, you're supposed to get 12, not 11. But then I remembered I ate it. And that's, so I apologize. Anyways, I got to go arrest some black teenagers. Probably doing some nefarious shit. I have more authority than the average person walking around. And I forget about food that I eat. <laughs> I guess that's even deeper. If, if, if an officer of the law forgets he took a bite, what else is he fucking up in the line of duty? No, no, he had drugs on him. I saw he just, he smoked them all before I put the handcuffs on him. Oh, no way, he didn't have drugs on him. That was a different guy. And I didn't arrest him. Because I was eating the McDonald's. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can let him out of jail. Oh, due process. Oh, yeah. Well, serve your sentence and then come out of jail. I apologize. No, no. It's, this isn't the hooker that was sucking his dick. That was a black girl. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, ma'am. 
You go back to your church now. Oh, fuck. <laughs> the absent-minded cop. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Yeah, no, this priest was diddling kids. I saw him. No, wait, I didn't. <laughs> I, I would assume he did, though. I only thought it. Yeah. This as I was eating McDonald's, and I was thinking about priests. <laughs> we covered my vein, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, we covered my vein. Yeah, off the list there. Did you like that photo I sent from the Catholic bathroom? I did. Four, four <sighs> truths of a cat. I don't remember what it was. Four significant something or others of being a Catholic. And I was just like, mm, I wonder if turning mm. a blind eye to pedophilia is one of them. Nope. Nope. Nope, it's not. <clears throat> Wide open. Wide-eyed. <laughs> oh, well, you know, the church does a lot of good. <laughs> like, oh, this, you're like a Canadian living in, in uh, Iowa or uh, Ohio. It's now going to shit on the Catholic Church. Oh, the best part about being there is this this neighbor dude of the people we were there to see walked over. He's like, where's the new Catholic? <laughs> I can't, I don't, Chris is like, you sound more like Jewish than you do Italian. I was like, I can't tap into it. I guess I'm just going to roll with it. <laughs> but he, he like walks over and he's just like, just guffawing over the baby and he's saying all this Catholic shit to him. And I was just sitting there thinking like, oh, you're, you really bought in hook, line, Who's and sinker, huh? This? this was my cousin Courtney's baby. Mm. And her, and her husband's family is, like, Shiite Catholic, from what I hear. Oh, like, you mean Sunni? Sure. Are you really trying to apply one That was a Jim Gaffigan joke, actually, but, okay. but like, they're they're Catholic Catholic. There was a lot of crosses at the house. Okay. So, so like, Mac Catholic. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, well, there's a... Is this Jesus? <laughs> so they had a christening, and I didn't go to that, because... Is that where they cut the dick off? No, that's a... Briss, that's oh, Jewish. Right. Banks, Banks was like, are you going to go to the christening? I said, I don't need to watch an Irish pervert sprinkle water on a baby. I'll go to the after party. <laughs> They're not all Irish perverts. I'm just going to throw it out there. For Some of them are Catholic Italian things. perverts. <laughs> I didn't structure that right. Some of them are perverts. In fact, I would probably say, it's one of, you know, this is like one of those weird cases where we were doing the cop thing before, and we're saying, yeah. you know, m- most, if not a large majority of police officers are fine enough people. Yeah. And, you, you know, but it's, when you do the pedophilia game within the Catholic Church, it's like, yeah. Yeah, you know, 50% are probably pretty good people. <laughs> yeah. Well, the problem isn't the priests. I made this analogy in, in an argument with somebody, and they kind of stopped talking after I spelled it out to them. I said, pretend, pretend you're the athletic director of a high school. You are the final word on all things athletic. Every head coach and assistant coach answers to you from girls, freshman, you know, volleyball, all the way up to the uh, 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 varsity high school football program. You are the AD. There's no higher voice than you. And you find out that the sophomore girls soccer coach is diddling them in the shower. What do you do? He's like, I call police. Mike, yeah, you would alert the authorities. But instead, you say, well, he's a good guy. Let's send him to the high school across the street. <laughs> now, is he a piece of shit? Yes. But the bigger problem is the institutionalized decision to not do anything about it decided by you. And all the other coaches also know about it, and so do their players, and they go, ah, well, you know, this school does a lot of good. <laughs> I'm just writing down this, this portion of the show as diddling metaphor. <laughs> but, I, like, they they were so quick to defend all the good the church does. It's like, yeah, yeah no, I know. But they also institutionally hid perverts. Mm-hmm. So, like, where where's the line? 
Like, we're going to look at, like, that's why I said, like, turning into blind eye to pedophilia is not one of those four tenets, apparently. Yeah. But to me, that analogy was just like, like, fucking. It's a good analogy. You call the police. Exactly. Mm. Like, if, if, like, Pope whatever back in the day was like, he did, he did what? Right. All right, we'll call the American police right now and have that motherfucker locked up. Paterno case. Yeah. Jerry Sandusky. He's like, I got to win some football games. I'm good. Let someone come to you and say, I saw this with my eyes. Hey, he's just having fun. And you, you <laughs> say you reported it. I know, right? But that's just what he does. He's just having fun. Listen, I got a, listen, I got a championship game listen, to focus on here. He loves to diddle the buttholes. He loves it. <laughs> he coaches better when he's done. And the kid, I mean, he gets out of the home. He gets out of the home for a while. That's my worst Joe Paul. <laughs> listen, I got a championship and game to focus on. The the time, kids- he, I mean, even before that scandal... Joe Pa was already like the wizened four foot nine. Mm-hmm. Hey man, Joe Pa and that coach you pins <laughs> And we're gonna try to win the whole game. We're gonna, we're gonna try to win. And I got Gary Tedeschi uh, here with a doctor's the, appointment. It's gonna right after the game, so hopefully there's no overtime. Our running backs run faster when their buttholes have been diddled. Uh, when we don't recruit the boys that we've diddled, we've tried that. <laughs> One Sandusky diddles, no offers, no scholarships. <laughs> I'll write a nice reference. I reported it to the I police. I told everyone about it, and I went to sleep because I get tired. <laughs> <laughs> and then I usually wake up and I eat because I'm hungry. <laughs> I woke up and I had my juice. You know, like an enunciating scream, sir, Marcia. I woke up and I had my juice. And then someone else said he diddled someone else, so I went back to sleep. Because I figured <laughs> if I just slept this situation, you, you know. sleep long enough, they diddle enough But kids. I couldn't sleep. So I turned on the television, I watched some Frasier. <laughs> and I fell asleep. And here we are. It's like a, it's like a bad Al Pacino. He played him, too. I know. In that doc- I just realized he played him in that documentary. And that's why are. I'm just gradually like... And now, I'm Al Pacino playing. Jerry Sandusky walked up to me and said, he's got a great ass. <laughs> hoo huh? So I saw him there having sex with the boy in the shower. And I just walked up, said, Sandusky. Anika. And Sandusky turns and looks at me and I said, hoo He's got a great ass. He's got a great ass. No, this is bad. This is going to get us famous. <laughs> More, who thought we could bring back Sandusky who nine years later? <laughs> Ten years on. All you gotta do is bring up the Catholic Church and boom. Boom. There, there, there I was. <laughs> watching Sandusky with his boy <laughs> with the great ass. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucked up. That's fucked up. We should leave the boy You know out. what? You know what? It is fucked up. But you know what's more fucked up? The <laughs> head of the Catholic Church saying... <laughs> Let's just move him. <laughs> Why tell the police? It's the 1970s. Tell Who you, would listen? I tell you what. We move him. Honolulu. Uh, what, you're telling me you never, you never, <laughs> with the fingers? You never forget with the... <laughs> no? Okay. We take a vow of celibacy with women. We still, with the fingers, with the boys. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Like, uh, the church does a lot of good stuff. <laughs> you know, the church does a lot of good so I'm just going to bury my head in the sand. I just can't imagine. I mean, 
in the in the in the modern age of our news cycle, where everything's tw- I mean, it's not even twenty four; it's like a four hour news cycle now. But if you think about like, <laughs> no, right? everything I want to do now, every story Raiders. I want to tell is just Al doing it, <laughs> and they're like, "There's Sandusky," and he's looking at the kid, and he says, "You know, kid, you got a great ass." <laughs> And the boy says something like, stop. I don't know. I wouldn't pay much attention. Oh, God. I hope he rots in hell. We're not, we're not trying to... say condoms? We don't need no fucking condoms. <laughs> I didn't realize this is just... Coming all... Hoo-ah! Jerry said, Dusky said, but hey, if I'm not done in 15 minutes, <laughs> something's wrong. That is so fucked up. That's a Tony Montoya Sandusky. <laughs> Tony Montana Sandusky. Yeah. You say Tony Montoya? That's his name in the in the movie. Tony Montana. I thought Montana. it was Montoya. <laughs> <laughs> There's someone right now. The listeners are loving that. I'm Tony Montoya. What? <laughs> no, you got it all wrong. It's oh shit. It's supposed to be Tony Montana. It's Tony Montoya. <laughs> There's probably a guy out there named Tony Montoya that wants so bad to be called Tony Montana. He'd probably changed his name. Oh, that, that was Wagons East right there. You were so sure, Tony Montoya. I am Wagons East positive. Wagons East positive. Tony, Tony Montoya. Tony Montana. No, no we're definitely going to create an altar. We're going to have a, a bumbling, always getting arrested idiot trying to get in the drug trade named Tony Montoya. <laughs> You know, I touch the kids. <laughs> I touch the kids. I sell them the yayo. I, I, I touch the kids. I touch the kids, yeah. <laughs> they come up, I say, hey, get some cocaine and touch them. That's a Cadillac. <laughs> That's a GMC. I drive the GMC. Look at the bad guy. <laughs> I'm the bad guy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, Al Pacino. <laughs> Michael. Uh, you may ask me one time, Kate. One time. Because I always think about him in fucking as the bad guy and what's his Big Tracy too. No one yeah. ever remembers he, he's what was his name? Uh, Big Boy. Big Boy. Lips was the guy slurping down. That was that was uh, uh, Dustin. Uh, do, do you see this? <laughs> do you see this? The fucking <laughs> yeah. the bulbs coming down. I fucking love that movie, man. It's a, it doesn't really hold up. I love that movie. Artistically, it's really stellar. That's like the most time. It's the it's the hardest any of the comic book movies, and this was of course predates yeah. the big wave of comic right. book movies. But it's the the hardest any any director has gone to try to capture the element of the yeah. comic book. Your dirty lips. You need a bath. <laughs> no, not the bath. Not the bath. Not the bath. bath. <laughs> it's Paul Sorvino. He's <laughs> fucking littered with. Baby dad. Baby dad. Baby dad. Baby dad. Baby go. Baby go. Big boy did it. Dustin Hoffman. Big boy they did take Dave fucking it. Hoffman yeah. and just turn him into a battling retard. <laughs> you like walnuts, big boy? Love walnuts. They're good for the brain. Maybe they're bad for the liver. What? <laughs> it's absurd. It's chock full. Chock full of fucking people. Uh, Count your blessings. One, two, three. More, 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 more. I want more. 
That was, that was pretty. <laughs> I've seen, Dick, seen Tracy. Dick Tracy. <laughs> That's pretty stupid. He's the best piano player in town. This pod thing was going pretty well until they started just yelling obscenities in an Al Pacino voice. You hit it? He's already playing better. <laughs> Now I'm gonna have to go walk What I'm done! There we go! There we go! It makes me think of, Now my mind's on Nell. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. Titanic. See, Leah's never seen it. And for those who have not, just because we're gonna wrap it up with this, for those who haven't, why not? End on Nell. Has there ever, ever been anything more TPTO? Banks will love this. Banks loves Nell. Banks has Nell on DVD. I'm sure he does, but is there anything more TPO than wrapping up a show by referencing a movie that very few people have seen? And we're going to end it with that. But Nell was the story of Jodie Foster, not actually Jodie Foster. Right. But she plays a woman that is... Feral. Feral? Well, that's what they assume. Right. But she's this... Wild lives in this cabin in the middle of the woods, and then Liam Neeson and his real wife, who right, died, right, Natasha, something. They're like linguistic experts mm-hmm. because they this woman speaks a very strange, unheard of dialect. No one can understand her. It's weird, and so they're trying to figure out who she is. Long story short, she takes her ears. top off at trucker bars. Yeah, hold your ears. Big trailer or big uh, spoiler here. She was raised by two deaf people out in the woods. Her dad, father and mother died, but before they died, they had basically, that was her only means of communication, was their muddled, mm. deaf speak. So like, I mean, I don't need to be dead. So guardian angel mm. became guy angel. Guy angel. 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 Leah's never seen it. And here's the thing. It's a really good piece it of film. It is good. It's a really good movie. Yeah. But she's for, got the sister, right? The died. assholes like myself. And Banks. And Banks. <laughs> it, I can't watch it. it See, it's I, like watching What's Eating Gilbert Grape and exactly. not laughing and at no, Arnie. But here's the thing. I ruin it. Because it is such a good movie. And it's such a deep movie on some... Yeah. On some so was Gilbert. So was Gilbert Grape, of course. But... It's, it's like, I can't, I know, like, Leah's never seen it. Mm-hmm. And mom's trying to push it on her. She's like, every time we have, like, a free night, <laughs> like, Saturday night, we'll, we'll be at the pool. And we're like, what are you doing tonight? And we're like, I don't know. And she's like, we should watch Nell. And I've heard it twice. And I'm like, can we? I mean, we I, should do a double feature you know, and watch I, Rain Man I, I first. Said, I said, I love it. I love Nell. But I just don't. And I, it's not because I don't want to watch it. because I will ruin it for Leah. <laughs> because I can't do the whole. The whole time. I'm just. I just become a babbling fucking tard too. Everything. Because then I start. I'll find myself doing it days after. Where are you going? Like I just find stupidest ways to do this shit. And I can't stop myself. That's what Noel does. It's a such a good movie, yeah. but I can't do it. I can't physically get through it without yeah. just doing things that are not borderline, but downright <laughs> fucking offensive. And I take away from the yeah. seriousness of the film when every time Nell does it, I'm like, oh, yeah, she can be gay. Got that angel. Got angel. Got angel. Got angel. Got angel. <laughs> Miss Jigby. 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 Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, Banks can't watch the other sister without oh, just. Oh, that. <laughs> Banks is 
his level of depravity is. He will quote that movie <laughs> so no, much. That's the one where the retarded girl gets with Giovanni Ribisi, the retarded all, guy. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of like a it's kind of a later version of Jenny, Benny and June. Yeah, but well, like there's this whole sequence where where she doesn't like the centerpieces that they chose for the wedding, and Banks knows the whole fucking scene like back to front. <laughs> I don't like this ugly dress. I don't like these <laughs> ugly centerpieces. He can do the whole thing, and it's just like, oh my god, you like this movie for the wrong reasons. <laughs> the thing about it, she's such a great actress is Audrey from Christmas Vacation. Yeah, Julia something. Can you imagine going for the reading? Yeah. Going for the reading on this part. Could you make that movie in 2019? no. <laughs> you would hire someone with special needs. Yeah. You'd have plenty of options. Yeah. But it's like, can you imagine, it's like the old stand-up with, with Louis C.K. talking about the little blonde girl from Schindler's List. Mm. Little bubbly little thing, walks in the office, you got all these producers, you got, you know, Steven Spielberg, Tom, ha- or not Tom Hanks, but Steven Spielberg sitting right there and mm. saying, okay, here's your little lines, where I need you to read this, and you know, she's, goodbye, Jews, <laughs> goodbye, Jews. It's like this horrible thing. Yeah. You know, and she, you just wonder how many they had to get through. That was his joke. Was like you have somebody, some kid can come on, Jews, Like no, we need. It's more of a badgies. It's more of a, it's more of a <laughs> hey badgies. All right, wrong accent. Like the enthusiasm though. Right headspace. Wrong voice. Can I get a five, Dennis? Can I get a five? <laughs> but like. She comes in, she's just bubbly, and all of a sudden she's just right in the character. Goodbye, Jess! Goodbye, Jess! It's like really dark, and you almost like take the air out of the room because you might believe yeah. that this little 12 year old girl Spielberg's has. Spielberg's like, like, I don't feel safe. I, I think she's probably from the Volks front. Yeah, this, is an, this is an audition that she's been doing already. This is not even an audition. I don't Whereas, feel safe. I'm an adult in, man, and I don't feel safe. If reading, like, I am Sam. Yeah. Or, that's what I actually love. I, I didn't love the movie Tropic Thunder. But I love the intro where they're showing them all the movies they've done. Mm-hmm. And when they do the simple simple Jack, yeah. and he's like, oh, you, you, and later on, like, you go full retard, you get an Academy Award. But you don't go full retard. <laughs> you go half retard. <laughs> I love that shit because it does seem like everyone that's ever been retarded. Pitt, I am Sam. <laughs> Doesn't Hoffman Rain Man, you go half, you don't go full retard. Everybody knows you don't, you don't go full retard. <laughs> and of course, it's Robert Downey Jr. in blackface <laughs> going full black. As a white actor telling telling a fictional Ben Stiller character, you can't go full retard in a movie. The layers of offensiveness of that movie is so wonderful. I love Tropic Thunder. I love it so much. Good, I just love that intro though, where you know you yeah, got Robert Downey is that like gay priest. Yeah, and you got like what's his name? The the Jack Black, Jack Black's basically doing Eddie Murphy movies. <laughs> Well, the fats no, or fatties. Yeah, well, I like the. In some countries, it's actually considered a compliment. Like, uh, where, where fucking Ben Stiller's done like the. Who left the fridge open? What was it? Inferno Tons, or something. Standing. Yeah, it's like Inferno Five. <laughs> who left? Who left the fridge open? <laughs> I fucking love that shit. Fatties. Fatties. In some yeah. countries, it's considered a compliment. <laughs> anyway, we don't need to do a, a fucking overview. Of, but no. I, just, I just I can't imagine the re. I, if I was a producer, I'd have to recuse myself. I mean, I'm going to allow y'all to pick who plays this because if I have a bunch of seasoned Hollywood actors walk into my office right now <laughs> and start saying, this dress is stupid, this cake is stupid, this is stupid, I would lose it. I wouldn't be able to make it through. And not because I think it's like yeah. retarded people are funny. It's just funny to me that you're trying to act like you're retarded. Well, I mean, what's ridiculous? And knowing full well that you're going to get an Academy Award, yeah. at least nomination. Yeah. Like, the minute you take on the role of special needs person, yeah. and you do even a moderately good job, yeah. you're automatically... Oh, yeah. Did Tom, Hank, did Tom Hanks win an award for Forrest Gump? 
I don't know if he, he won must Best have, Actor. He must have been nominated of at course. the very least. Oh, of course. But, you know, Forrest was slow. I don't want to call him. <laughs> well, I guess it is special. He, 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 he is Forrest right here. <laughs> just below the IQ. Hey, 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 hey. hey, hey. Your mama sure does care about your schooling. So. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, I'm, I now have to know. Did, did he win the Academy Award? If not, he certainly should have been nominated. If he wasn't, that's a real slap in the face. But it does make you, like, they, they talk about this, like, with, there's some, like, role that someone got super pissed about that, like, a very respected actor got casted to play somebody in a wheelchair and the outrage of the social justice warrior-based internet because they didn't hire a person in a wheelchair. He won back-to-back Oscars for Philadelphia in 93 for Best Actor in a Leading Role and Best Actor the next year for Forrest Gump. So back-to-back. Crushed it. Leading roles. And he, he, he was an Oscar nominee for Big in 1989. He played a gay AIDS man, two things he's not, mm-hmm. and then he played a slow Southern man, something he's Talk not. Talk about it, back-to-back years. Where you're that's, just... the, that's the outrage like against the SJWs on the internet. It's like, that's called fucking acting. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be disabled to play a disabled character. Mm-hmm. Fucking Shakespeare used dudes to play women. <laughs> it's called acting. You're pretending to be something you're not. And if you do it really well, people go, holy fuck, that was really good. If you hire a special needs person in a wheelchair to play a special needs person in a wheelchair, you're going to get a special needs person in a wheelchair. I don't care about all that, man. But the minute they cast that for Little Mermaid and she's black, I fucking lost it, man. (laughs) Ariel is white. I saw a great rebuttal to that from a black comedian. He was like, I'm tired of... People, white people especially, on the left, fucking playing, playing to me. I'm tired of being treated like uh, we have some time to catch up. I'm tired of like, like, oh, we're gonna go root back and make this for you. We're gonna include you now. Like, make me a new goddamn princess. I don't need you to make an old white princess black. You fucking talk about feeling uh, pandered to. Just make a new black princess. I don't need to make old white princesses black now to pander to me. I don't like being fucking pandered to. I want new black princesses, not old white ones. They were making black again. He was so mad about it, and obviously the comments were split. <laughs> oh, yeah. They go both ways there. But I will say this. I have to run to do actual work. WFUCK! The Bam! 97.5! Coming up next... We got traffic and weather. We got sports with Skip Dabber. Stay tuned. Here's another round of Dick from Mudvayne. <laughs>